Hey, Pat. Ready for another movie chat? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. Is it... Mm-hmm. Is it Jaws? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about Jaws. No, I think we're talking about something better than Jaws. What could be better than Jaws? Jaws 3D. (laughs) A creature alive today has survived millions of years of evolution. It lives to kill a mindless eating machine that will attack and devour anything. One terrified you like nothing you have ever experienced when it captured your imagination and tapped your fear like no movie before it. Then, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, two continued the legend and spread the fear. Next summer, Nature's most terrifying creature takes on an all-new dimension in an all-new adventure. And for the first time, the terror of Jaws will not stop at the edge of the screen. Jaws 3D. The third dimension is terror. All right, Jaws 3D, which we watched just now in 2D. Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have like a 3D TV. Yeah, we didn't have anything to give us the 3D emotion, but we saw where the 3D would have happened. Right, right, right. But if this movie wasn't titled Jaws 3D and say it was like in the Friday the 13th lineup, I think it would have been like Jaws takes on SeaWorld. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right there was there was a lot of similarity there you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um i think maybe i have part of that the part of that reason because friday the 13th part three also came out in 1983 yeah I, so, really i didn't even know that really? just, but not no but takes manhattan came out like 86 right or 80s uh 88 okay I believe. Yeah, yeah it was a later 80s i just think the title of this film would have been like if it was like, you know, mm-hmm. because now now we're at we're at serial killer with the shark, right? We're in the third installment of the film. <laughs> yeah, and I it, guess that would. And it seems to have a supernatural ability, like Jason, to blow up and die every film <laughs> and then return. Okay, I think you and I had this discussion when we watched Jaws two. Right. Um, it's not the same shark. I was led to believe it's the same shark. How many thirty-five foot sharks do you have out there? All right. Well, that's an interesting thing because they say this one's thirty-five feet long. But didn't they say that in the first film? No, they said twenty-five feet. Yeah. So okay, so it grew ten inch, ten feet long. Hooper Dreyfus's character says that's a twenty-footer, and then Clint says twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're right. Okay, I'll go with twenty-five. It's been a while. I know my jaws. Yeah, you do. You know more than I do. Even though I just did, we just did see Jaws and Jaws two within a. Very recent amount of time, which Jaws one, of course, is you know the the quintessential like exciting, like really really fun film. It's it's the um, generally considered the origin of the summer blockbuster. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jaws 
Jaws is not just a great movie. I think Jaws is maybe for me personally, it's like in the top two best movies ever made, or at least my one of my favorite. Oh, and you're, ever made. Okay. I love Jaws. Yeah, it's a two part series. It's a two part yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, I was saying that when we watched it, it's a two. It's like a two. It's like two parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got the first half of just like discovering the shark and the shark attacking the ocean, and the second part of them out in the out in the water, um, hunting and yeah. playing like a battle a battle with the shark in the end. And then Jaws two is kind of like a car, a really really watered down carbon copy. <laughs> um, of Jaws one, but I do say I will say in Jaws two they kind of go into Brody's like mental state a little bit more, mm-hmm. and they see how he gets he gets even more like crazier, if I will. And then here we are now at Jaws three, D, <laughs> aka Jaws takes on Sea World, yeah, um, where we don't see Brody at all. No, but we do have Mike Brody, right, and Sean Brody. So Correct. the kids return. The kids come are in this one. Yeah. So let's break. Let's break down. Let's break it down. How we got to Jaws three, though, because you have Jaws, nineteen seventy five. Again, one of the classics, a masterpiece film. I mm. think. I mean, it has everything going for it. It's got Spielberg. It's got great performances. It's got tension. Great acting. Yeah. Thriller. And it's got, of course, the score, John Williams score. Beautiful score. Iconic. I mean, you hear that song or you hear that riff or whatever, you know exactly what that yeah. is. Yep. And then in 78, we have Jaws 2. All right. Where the kids rapidly grew. Yeah. The, so, yeah. The kids are unusually. They older. must have been drinking. I don't know like, what's mutagen going on there. or something. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, but Roy Scheider returns, reprises role with Brody. Apparently didn't really actually want to, but he ended up doing it. I think it was maybe he was. Contractually, contractually obligated. Um, but I think obviously you're not going to be able to recreate Jaws, but Jaws too, I think is, it's a good movie. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, considering that what it's got, it has to live up to with Jaws. Now we get Jaws 3d or three. This was a cash grab. This was a complete <laughs> cash grab. This was, Wow. All right. How many times can we bring a shark back? Yeah. I think. Just like Jason. Cats coming back. Well, I think it's easy to to, to say that. Mm. But again, this is not the same shark. It's not the same shark from one to two. Is that conclusive? You see the sharks get like you see the first shark die in Jaws. You see the other the shark in, in Jaws do die. But the shark seems to have the same habits. Of the first shark. How different can sharks be? I don't know. I mean, I mean we're not, I, obviously, we're not pretending. This well, is I not marine biology with recall, Mike and Pat. I think, I think <laughs> the second film, the shark dies because he, like, decides to bite a live wire, right? But the first, but the first, <laughs> the first shark, the shark, shark and one and three both die. Make it from, sound like the shark was suicide. Both one and three both die by not finishing their food and leaving explosive stuff in their teeth or and or their mouth, right? I mean, it's the exact same thing. So it's literally the same shark. He just does not have to finish his food, and his demise is eating explosive stuff, you know, that can be set off by -hmm. another person, Mm -hmm. you know, with the right shot, the right moment, at the right articulation. You know, so the shark had the same demise from film one to film three. So to me, it's the same shark. Okay. It's just like Jason. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Well, I'll admit, as a kid, this is like the Jason Shark. I I watch these movies as I a, bet the shark's real name is Voorhees. <laughs> like right, under the water is probably like Jaws Voorhees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jaws Voorhees. I think Jaws is actually short for Jason. So. Or Jocelyn. Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn Voorhees. His mom probably just like, or he was probably teased. Yeah. Camp Crystal Sea, you know? So, uh, <laughs> Crystal Sea. <laughs> and so, uh, he had some kind of supernatural, uh, reserve. Hey, let's talk about, I feel like we need to, we need to have a, a, a chat about, some Friday the 13th films. Yeah, Maybe we we'll to. do that for Halloween. Okay. And we'll bring up, uh, you know, the Jaws um, relevance. Or, yeah. 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 So. But, uh, you know, the Camp Crystal Lake thing, though, let's see. One takes place at Crystal Lake. Two takes place at Crystal Lake. Three doesn't. And four doesn't. No, yeah. four, four does. Five doesn't. Okay. And six doesn't. Yeah. But seven. then they get back on seven. Right. And then eight. Once in space, that's nine hundred. That's X. Okay, X. Yeah, ten. I'm not sure where's where's Jason versus Freddy take place. In your mind. Oh, where's Final Friday take place? I don't. The last I'm, day of the week. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> last day of the work week. I guess anyway, yeah. Anyway, anyways, back to back to Jaws. Back to Jaws. Back to Three D. Three D. All right, so you, we'll finish what you're saying about the Jaws trilogy. So you had some more. Oh, well, I was just saying that, like, when I was a kid, like, I I did wonder or I did think that these were the same shark mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, so you're saying as a child, child you're, you're as a child, I'm, you're dumb. You don't you're know saying I'm a thing. child because I think they're all, th- all three the same. Shark. No, maybe childlike mentality, but OK, no, be reasonable. Accepted. Here. Be reasonable here. <laughs> okay, so it's another shark. Okay, it's okay, another shark. it's another shark. It's just coincidental that it's always the same family involved, and that 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 plays more relevantly in, in the fourth Jaws: film. The Revenge. Yeah, we really see because it. that's really what that movie is it's about. It's basically a vend- shark vendetta. vendetta. Um, and speaking of jo- Jaws: like, Revenge, I did re- recently rewatch Jaws: Revenge. Yeah. It's basically like Mel Gibson and Payback, right? I mean, he's coming back for like vengeance yeah or in john wick oh, see, I'm not, when I'm he not, says he said our, people for, keep asking me if i'm back and i don't really know what to tell them but yeah yeah i'm back that was a pretty good kid okay yeah i gotta give it to you i mean it sounds kind of like keanu mm-hmm. yeah um but for our audience i haven't seen john wick so or the three other sequels sad yeah I mean, uh, it's on my plan. It's on my plan to watch. You know, I just, yeah, just don't have a burning urge. They're great. Anyway, back to Jaws. 3D. 3D. <laughs> so we get to 1983. There's a big boom in the world of film. 3D technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It made a comeback, I guess. I think 3D was kind of a thing back in the 50s maybe okay like in the monster movie craze mm-hmm. and then in the early 80s 3d had this resurgence and so within 1983 you have jaws 3d you have amityville 3d you have friday the 13th 3d yeah so horror films in 3d well that's i mean how else are you gonna do it and there's no like family friendly films in 3d i don't know let's see was there any like uh like children's movies in 3D. I don't know. So I don't yeah, know. They, I feel like 3D would scare kids. They brought it back for 3D, and there was a lot of effects that was clearly um, 
you know, um, evident that they were using 3D. Like the very first scene, we see like you know a fish swimming around, and we see something get it. We see something attack the fish, and then you see the fish head just floating. And imagine if we were watching it in 3D, this fish head would be floating out to us. And then of course the credits when it comes up, they have the, all the they have the Superman streak behind them or the like yeah, the little streaking behind right. them. So imagine when we were watching the credits, these were like coming out at us at the face. And then throughout this, throughout the movie, there was parts like Jaws breaking through glass. It looks like he was coming at us. Or maybe maybe the sub, little submarine that they were using in the lagoon. You know, I'm wrong actually. Friday the 13th part three came out in 82. Oh, a year before. Man, mm, that totally throws yeah. everything off. It's going to throw the supernatural thing away. But anyway. You know what though? It's fine. It's still it's, it's like still the year. same. I mean, era. Yeah. It's the same realm. Roughly early eighties. Well, that actually makes sense though. Remember, I said something when we were watching Jaws that you know I don't know which came first, which movie came first, but there was a there's a shot of like shooting the harpoon shot. Yeah, it was like you can and that was see, like, yeah, right and now. so that was I think they took that directly from uh, Friday Thirteen Part Three. Yeah, because um. Uh, Mike Brody was trying to harpoon the uh, baby shark, do do do, yeah. um, with the heart, and it came. It was very very cheesy. It was like, yeah, like straight to the to the uh, camera. And yeah, you're like, yeah, that was on a string. I was like, yeah, it looked pretty cheesy. So yeah, let's talk about the cast here. We have Dennis Quaid as Mike Brody, who's the oldest son, mm-hmm. and I would say, how old do you think Dennis Quaid is in this film? Uh in his 20s yeah how old do you think we're supposed to believe mike brody is uh based on what i mean i would say that's probably right mid-20s yeah and he's the chief engineer of building this establishment <laughs> and he's been the last two years so maybe he's like 23 he's a chief engineer building the uh sea world uh lagoon that's you know this where all this takes place he was he was uh he was 31 oh it was 31 yeah oh, okay. at least the act at least Dennis and Quaid was then 31. his uh his girlfriend is now is also played by what was the character's name i don't even remember her name the character's name was it Morgan, Doctor Morgan? Yeah, Catherine Morgan. Catherine, that's right. Mm-hmm. Played by Bess Armstrong, who was the chief bio <sighs> senior biologist at the you know the wildlife at uh, Sea World, where she was like in charge of all the animal wildlife, mm-hmm. uh, all the fish, and um, so she was the chief. You know, so you got these two young, two like almost children, who are both chief at their, they're, they're they're at the pinnacle of their careers. Well, at Sea World. Then you have. <laughs> I don't then, understand though. I mean, I'm not. Then you have Lou Gossett Jr., who's like Mr. Moneybags, right? He's the yeah. He's the guy who owns the attraction. He, he's, he's footing the bill. He, he plays uh, Broussard, Caleb Broussard, Bouch- Calvin Bouchard. <laughs> he's very funny in this one, man. He's like Calvin Bouchard. He's like Harold. He's like oh, he kept saying words like yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. like y'all listen to me here. We're going to have some free drinks on here. They they free. Come follow me. Yeah, you know, his character was very, very funny the way he played it. Then you had uh, his brother played. He played by Sean Brody. He showed up, which I really don't even know why. I guess they wanted you to feel like, oh, the brothers together. Cause he, he really had like a, he was basically a non-character in this film. And then you had, then you had uh Leah Thompson, who's our connection from Howard the Duck. That's right. Now we've connected, uh, you know, uh, Leah Thompson, who was, uh, um, I remember her name in uh, Howard a Duck. Bev? Bev. Yes. And now she's. Oh, man. What is her name? Whatever her face is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Kay or 
Kelly. Kelly. Kelly and Bukowski. Yeah, yeah. Bukowski. Not Kelly Kapowski. No, no, no. But no. Kelly, Kelly Bukowski. Bukowski. You know, it's funny because I remember her saying like something like, "I say, did she say Kelly Kapowski?" <laughs> but it's Bukowski. All right. And she's a skier. She's a skier. She's a skier. Yeah, she, water she's skier. A, she's a performer, mm-hmm. but she's not. Even, yeah, yeah. She just and she's like, they do like the. Um, Standing on top of each other in the pyramid. The pyramid. Yeah, it's yeah. a big yeah. thing in the eighties. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, to ski in this, and then I um, I don't think water skiing is quite as big as it used to be. Maybe yeah. it is. I don't know. Then we have Simon McCorkledale who played Philip Sinjin Smith Fitzroy. Fitzroy, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Simon McCorkendale. Uh, he plays the uh, as you as you say the uh, the. Uh, Timothy Dalton, the, the knockoff Timothy. Dalton. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he just reminded me like, like this role. If, if this role, if this film was a bit, even a little bit big, better budget and of more yeah. of a more prestige, Timothy Dalton would have been this role, you know. But uh, he plays like the uh, debonair, like adventurer, filmer, yeah, I, I, guy. Yeah, we, we kept talking about that, and I, I kind of, I said that he was a what a wildlife photographer or something like yeah. that. So I, I think that's the only thing I can figure that he, yeah, uh, he's just some kind of world famous adventurer, wildlife explorer yeah. guy. And then he had like a, a sidekick who I can't remember his name. Jack Tate was the character's Jack name. Tate. Played by PH Moriarty. Yeah. Who kind of reminded me of a watered down Brian Brown. Is that his name? He was like Australian and he's kept calling him governor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like a Dabney Coleman, but British. <laughs> yeah. British Dab- he yeah. actually kind of looks like Dabney. Looks Coleman. like Dabney He's Coleman, got the mustache. Me thing. Of the Brian Brown is that his name? Brian Brown from like Cocktail. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Brian Brown. Yeah, yeah. reminded me of him. Um, a lot of these characters had some watered down. Like these guys were like the like the A like there's A tier and there's B tier. These guys were the B B tier actors. You know. Well, uh, I, I mean not. You're not talking about like Dennis Quaid and no, 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 Luke no, Gossett no, no. Jr. I'm talking, about, they weren't. I'm talking about the other two. Like, the other people, like, yeah. Like Corkendale and P.H. Moriarty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I always think of Sherlock Holmes when I hear that name. Moriarty. I know. Yeah. Um, and then um, am I missing anybody else? Nobody important. Yeah. I mean, the nephew. Uh, <laughs> the nephew who had like two lines and was ultimately eaten. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, I did forget to mention that. Um, Which you don't even find out until Calvin Broussard. Calvin yells at him. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Broussard employs his nephew in the control room, where there's only two people in the control room the whole time. There are only two people in the control room. It's uh, Tina and the nephew who has no name. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the main cast for, to wrap your head around. And then there's just some other, like, supporting cast members who kind of, like, just say a few lines and so I just was kind of cut off by how he's like the chief engineer and she's already a senior biologist and their life is just glam and glamorous. And <laughs> I mean, he's like riding around on a jet ski. So basically it takes place at SeaWorld and uh-huh. what they've done is built this huge lagoon and inside this lagoon, they have like this kind of like a basically just tunnels of underwater tunnels. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of this underwater tunnel is this central control room hub that lets like the uh, tourists walk around in these tunnels and, vi- and get to, which I guess there were like parts of the um, lagoon that was like, you know, there was like the sunken ship, but it was like miles out from like the tubes. So I'm like, where do these, how can they see it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't miles, but it would just seem like it was just far out there. So I'm like, it seemed very, it just seemed to me like all very grandiose for something 
with a little bit of like, oh, but maybe in the 80s it was really cool. I don't know. So, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it seemed like a neat concept, like uh, with all these underwater tunnels, like actually under the water. Mm-hmm. And um, the I, I guess the 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 sunken ship thing was not was just supposed to be there as a decor. I don't yeah, know anything else. Um, and then, of course, they had all the other stuff that you're, you know, usually, um, you know, I guess accustomed to in SeaWorld. They had all like the jumping dolphins, mm-hmm. the jumping killer whales, um, which you only saw a small part of that. And then um, I kept thinking I was in long shots and long screens. I kept thinking, so I guess they're still filming in Orlando because that's where SeaWorld is. Because I want to say I saw like, thunder mountain in the background a few times okay now what is thunder mountain thunder mountains a is a you really asking me this yeah what thunder mountain is yeah you who's like giving me hard time for never seeing a john wick movie doesn't know what i'm sorry space mountain excuse me space mountain i don't know but still thunder mountain is a, <laughs> thunder mountain is still a uh still a roller coaster in the kingdom in the magic kingdom excuse me i thought i saw space mountain a few times. Oh, really? In the background. I wouldn't know it. If, I mean, I've I've been to Disney World once. So we got so. It, space, which I think they're tearing down Space Mountain. Don't quote I me. Mean, don't quote me on this. But it's like it's just maybe they just changed the name because it's you, too. You whatever. can see Space Mountain if you see Space Mountain. You know what it looks like. It's just like this white capped building, and it's an indoor roller coaster. Yeah, I, yeah, like I've in been in it. I've been on it. Seventies or something like that. So yeah. But uh, I kept seeing in some long shots. I thought I kept seeing it, but then you made a really, and then they told us like, "Hey, this lagoon was built. It was man-made, and mm-hmm. it's, everything's down. Everything's forty feet below the surface. And the great thing is, is we have this tunnel that's pumping air and pumping water in, and it's coming from the Sea World, and it's got a little connect canal that connects you to the ocean. Yes. And you made a really good point about Orlando. Orlando's not next to the ocean. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> um, I don't know. It is landlocked. It's like a landlocked town, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the movie is literally SeaWorld. It's not like a SeaWorld on the esque, like in Miami thing. or something. Yeah. Know, it is like supposed to be actual Talladega SeaWorld. Or, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't understand. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's a history of SeaWorld in Orlando that I don't know because it doesn't make sense. Why would SeaWorld? trick you into thinking that they had an open ocean right next to them when they well they literally don't but that is like key to the whole movie because the whole movie starts off with a shark creeping through the gates that weren't locked by whatever his face was okay all right i'm looking this up it was filmed at sea world orlando which was the main park yeah all right and then at Navarre, Florida, which is a community near Pensacola, which that looks like it is next to the the Gulf. So that makes sense if uh-huh, you had uh-huh. that there. Yeah. But the fact that they called it SeaWorld. Yeah, I was assuming it's in Orlando and it's like at least an hour away from the from the um I mean I don't know, I don't know enough about. I've only been in Orlando to visit the uh Yeah, see I got to look this up. I've actually I've never been to SeaWorld there. I've been to SeaWorld once. I've been to SeaWorld in San Antonio, Texas. I've been to SeaWorld in Orlando once. But yeah, was so, there an ocean next to it? Mm, pretty sure there was not. No, um, there was no ocean. Yeah. So, but uh, anyways, I saw I could see Space Mountain in the in this in the um and the wide shots. Mm-hmm. 
because I could see the white top or look what looked like Space Mountain. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah. I feel well, like... I mean, it's possible. How I don't know how close SeaWorld is to, to Disney. I mean, World. they're right beside each other, man. You didn't see that in the background? I'm sure. I didn't look for it. Picture of the white, the white top. I didn't look for it. Okay. Well, anyways, back when it was like a, it was a wide shot of like uh, Calvin Broussard, like you know, clapping when he saw his skiers going by. He's like, "That's what I'm talking about here." You know, (laughs) (laughs) his accent was so it was so odd. He's like, "That's what I'm talking about here." So, um. I mean, he was really leaning into having that character name of Bouchard. Bouchard. He really stuck with the, uh, yeah, he just went with it, man. He's like, this is Bouchard. <laughs> so, but, um, so yeah, I mean, the whole point of um, the shark getting in was like, there's this gate that was like kind of a canal yeah. that connected this lagoon to the ocean. And um, I can't remember the guy's name who was supposed to keep it locked somehow was just being oh oh uh yeah exactly we just watched the film can't remember the guy's name (laughs) which just gives some indication of this movie (laughs) (laughs) that was actually a a sort of a pivotal character right calvin brusson no oh yeah um because that was that was kind of the driving force behind some of the some of the actions taken Right. Yeah, it was right. So homeboy didn't lock it, and then we see a, a shark go through this gate. Shelby, Shelby Overman. Overman. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. So Shelby Overman, who's a mechanic who works under this young whippersnapper head engineer, Mike Brody. Mike Brody. Yeah, was too drunk. He forgot to lock it up. Right. Yeah. And so I think Brody is like, I don't care, man. You need to go lock it up. Do what you got to do. But don't use overtime. Yeah, don't use overtime. No overtime. He was like, no overtime. Yeah, and he like drives off on this. He like rides off in this like little tiny jet ski that he then rolls up to another pier. Doesn't even doesn't even like rope it up or anything. Just <laughs> drop, just drops it off like that thing could float away. <laughs> There's a couple of of scenes of him of his uh, marine vehicle driving. That's yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, it is. It's, just, it's a little skeptic, but um, yeah, he just like rolls up on a pier and like jumps off of it and doesn't tie it to anything. And yeah, I'm like, bro. Tie it to something, you know, but it's whatever. He's chief engineer. He's too busy. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what he's doing. He's a pro. So Shelby, you know, thinking like, hey, the best time to go underwater is probably dusk, right? I mean, visibility is going to be perfect. In these movies, nobody ever gets killed in the middle of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he he goes under there around dusk. And this was kind of weird because like uh, when he's in the water, he's like just filling around like trying to lock it up i guess he's mm-hmm. like got to twist it or whatever he's got to twist the nut and bolt yeah. to lock it up and like he, he hears something behind him he does the quick look around <laughs> nothing's there and he's like, okay and he keeps going back and he's like Dim. and it was almost like i'm just telling you but it was almost like a all of a sudden it was like michael myers underwater <laughs> because i could have sworn i heard a and he turns around again <laughs> nothing and he's still gonna need a does it again and then when he turns around like the third time after the just jaws teeth in his face and yeah. getting, he's getting munched on yeah and then we see this really cool 3d special right because we see the with, arm with the arm floating yeah, floating yes. towards you yes right and you're like wow this uh, i'm telling you this this would have been amazing they, if I had 3D it would have been cool yeah. in 3d I'd on a like, big screen in yeah. a theater i think it probably I'd be like, Whoa, been cool. i mean the movie probably have been better yeah but you at least been able to appreciate those those effects those shots i would have been a floating bloody arm yeah yeah but no one cares why. Yeah. You know, I was like, all right. So, and so then the gate, I guess, doesn't fully stay locked. I don't know. He's just, we just know that's the end of 
Shelby, Shelby Overman. <laughs> yeah, Shelby Overman. And then they introduce us to the characters, you know, and um, Catherine and Michael Brodery. Yeah, they're they're a, they're a very cute, beautiful couple. Yeah, there's just too much. It was like they were trying to sell. No, hard. they were selling hard. Don't listen to this. There's a lot of uh, cold hearted, <laughs> a lot of romantic, a lot guy. of P- a lot of PDA. This is one like, of the most beautiful relationships oh I've ever seen. <laughs> so much. It was PDA. genuine. It was so bad. I loved it. It was all. It was so nice. And, it was, I think that was the best part. And of it movie. was like, well, he had to like do his job and scream at them about no overtime. He's like, forget it. I gotta go find my girlfriend. And he, yeah, but. Us. He and drives they, over. They and look he, like they had real chemistry. And he's like, he's like, hey, and she's like, hi, Mike. <laughs> that was so bizarre. Instead of like, hey, babe, or hey, what's up? It was like, hi, Mike. You made a good point. They're working. They're working. No one was around to hear them. Other than there the, were other people there. The assistants, yeah, they were and like the, training the dolphins. And yeah, the, I mean that's a good thing too that they're able to maintain professionalism at work. And there's two dolphins the, there. I don't understand why there's maybe 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 there should be rules about like. You know, inner office relationship. Yeah, whatever. It just they were disgusting. I mean, they were kissing every five seconds and talking about like their lives together. And I don't know. It was like it seemed like they were trying to make it seem like they've been together for a year. I I don't know. Maybe they have. Uh, We don't really know like how long it was a year because Sean said it. Sean said it to. um, Oh well, then why did it like a question? Because I was just trying to get you to confirm. Because remember when you heard it, it's definitely more than. Lane Myers was with his girlfriend, but um, that's another. Yeah, but that's another. Beth, that's another. That chat. Beth was amazing. Yeah, she was amazing, wasn't she? But she ran off. She ran off with Stalin. Oh, that guy. Anyways, um, where was I? So yeah, we forgot to mention two other cast members. There was Cindy and Sandy, the two dolphins. Oh, yeah, and Cindy. Cindy and Sandy. And then there was a killer whale that we just saw. It was Shamu. Yeah, was that Shamu? It was actual Shamu. That was the Shamu. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So yeah, Shamu I mean, made the, and I think the, the 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 dolphins were also from the yeah. sea world. Because there's a few times I mean, it would make sense yeah. they used the actual. Yeah, there's a few there. times we saw them feeding the animals. You know, uh-huh. throwing it. And there's a couple times we saw like Quint, Dennis Quaid's character just like drop it. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even painted. He's, he's like, like looking away. Well, I, and imagine, he's just I just could imagine they're like and action. And so he was like just doing it, trying to focus on his lines because you can't do more than one. Or you can't actually try to feed it and say the right things yeah. to your to your fellow actor. So he yeah. probably just dropped it and it, like fell on his face and totally missed the mouth. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so they're a little gross, and they uh, we the see dolphins are gross. No, oh the people, the people, the yeah. people. Uh, Catherine Morgan and if I'm being honest, I didn't like the dolphins. Really, you thought they were a little annoying. I thought they were annoying. Yeah, they are towards the end. I mean, animal actors, animal actors. I mean, they they can kind of be similar to child actors. Yeah, there's a fine line between cute and a little pretentious. Uh, you know, you don't like it when like kid actors try to talk like they're adults. Uh, and then, yeah, you got you got dolphins trying to talk like they're humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to act like and humans. then the humans talk to them as if they're human. humans. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. You got to draw the line. In fact, yeah, later on in the movie, that 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 comes up like where they're just yelling for them, and it's like as if there's real talking back and forth. I don't know. It just seems dumb. You're like, yeah, they're gonna call for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're calling my name. I better go see what's up. Yes. Hi, folks. This is Mr. Calvin Bouchard, a manager here at the SeaWorld of Orlando, Florida, and I'm here to welcome our newest member, employee, partner, 
Mr. Philip Fitzroyce. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, Calvin. I'm super excited to be here at the SeaWorld Underwater Kingdom and Lagoon New Park release. I'm super excited. I can't wait to bring my world-famous oceanography and photography to this grand place and grand opening, and I'm just very, very, very pleased to be here. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Fitzroyce. We I want everybody to come down and experience the park for themselves. And while you're here, please take the time to view some of the lovely photography that Mr. Fitzroyce has taken and possibly stop by our gift shop and purchase some home videos. You'll be certain you will not be disappointed. So come on out to SeaWorld's Underwater Kingdom and Lagoon. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Also, don't forget to bring your children. We have spectacular water skiing displays along with our beautiful wildlife. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got we got these two dolphins. Mm -hmm. We got the two dolphins. Then we got uh, some Corcodile's character who shows up and he's ready to film all the creatures and sea animals and whatever we want. I'll be, well, that's more like <laughs> that's like a Michael Caine. That's more like his like character. That's more like his. Uh, that's a, yeah. That's like the other guy, Jack yeah, Tate. It, yeah, Jack. He's Tate, like governor. Yeah. He's like, what if my go? Yeah, first you don't like him, right? Because he's all blonde hair. He's got the kind of like the. Um, He's kind of got the uh, Roy Stalin slash Ted McGinley uh, look about him, you know. He's got the, he he kind of does the blonde. And there also uh, he does make a pass at he does at uh, he's like Kathy or Kathy. He's like, would you? He's like, how about some drinks and dinner? And yeah. She's like, uh, no, that's not my speed. And he's like, he's like, all right then, I will see you later while I'm taking pictures of these beautiful, magnificent creatures. But he's all about filming. Okay, so we can't get. Too far down the road with with Simon McCorkendale till we mention the show Manimal. Well, she does. Well, I do notice in the film that Mike Brody says fish about the dolphins, and she corrects him and says mammals, Mike. Okay, but not mammals. The TV show Manimal. He was in Manimal. He was in Manimal. Okay. Where he could transform into animals. Animagus. And he would help police solve crimes. As an animal. <laughs> okay. This is a real film. This is a real this show. Is a show. It lasted eight episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought you were about to say from eight seasons. September, from September to December of 1983. Okay. Which is probably why he's in this, because he's like hot property. Yeah. They're like, oh, this we got to get that manimal guy. And some reason, I would have been Simon McCorkin. I would have turned three years old when this was came out, and we, for some reason, I remember this. watching some of this. Okay, I don't remember any of this. Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't know why I remember. Maybe I didn't watch it like when it was actually on. Maybe there were there was like some episodes that showed later. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but I always have to I have to mention the manimal. He played played Jonathan Chase, a ship shifting man who can turn himself into an any animal he chooses. That sounds like a proper name for a proper Brit. He like uses his ability to help the police solve crimes. Actually, is he British? 
He was. Simon McCorkendale. Do you think that accent was fake? Simon Charles Pindered McCorkendale was a British actor, film director, writer, and producer. He spent much of his childhood moving around in his father's career as an officer in the Royal Air Force. Poor eyesight prevented him following the similar career in the Royal Air Force. How about that? Yeah, Manimal, the series ended after eight episodes, but has since become a minor cult classic. Yeah. In 1983, McCorkendale starred in the short-lived series Manimal. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So we need to. I want to find this and see before it. taking up the longer-running role of lawyer Greg Reardon in Falcon Crest. That's right. He was in Falcon Crest. That's right. Yep. Moving to Canada, he starred as Peter Sinclair in the series Counter Strike for three years. He returned to the United Kingdom in 2002 to join the cast of BBC's medical drama Casualty appearing in the role of Harry Hopper for six years until 2008. Well, I mean, he is kind of dynamic. In Dude, this. he was only 32 in this movie. Yeah, he was a young guy. Um, I, I really would have... He passed away in 2010, sadly. I know, but yeah. I would have thought he was older. Yeah. Because he looked older in this movie. Uh, Well, I thought he was... I really liked his character, to be honest with you. At first, you kinda, you're kind of taken off by him because, yeah, he... Makes a pass at Catherine, you know, and she's she's in this believable relationship with Mike Brody, you know. So, dude, dude it was totally believable. But he was a debonair. He was the debonair adventurer. Oh, you missed this. In the mid 1980s, McCorkendale was considered for the role of James Bond I as knew a possible it. successor to Sean Connery and Roger I knew Moore. It. He would have been perfect. He would have been. He kind of reminds me of a blonde Timothy Dalton. I mean, yeah. And then it and went you, to Timothy Dalton. <laughs> and then you you made this you made the also the um the analogy that he could have also been a Julian Sands type. Yeah, I All think right, I think if this yeah. movie came out later, yeah. Julian Sands could have played, played that role. role. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they're very similar of uh, deliveries, but I mean I liked this guy McCorkendale. I liked his character. I liked his character of Fitzroy, Philip Fitzroy. I mean mm-hmm. he was just just the adventurer filmer. Film photographer guy who had a quite a bit of a personality and was quite famous, and he thought he'd make a pass at the beautiful Dr. Morgan, who's the senior biologist at SeaWorld. <laughs> this really bothers you. This I did. Whole... Well, they try to make him out to be a bad guy. And then... Oh, no, I was talking about the uh, her role. Like, you think that she... Unqualified. Well, that too. Yeah, I think. I mean, it was a. You don't know that. Yeah, maybe well. she's a well, marine this biology this prodigy. 19, this is 1983. Maybe the. Quality. Maybe she's like the Doogie Howser of marine yeah, biology. This is true. We. I want to see her story. We should do a film <laughs> about her. How she just made <laughs> it. Yeah. How she made it. Senior <laughs> her, biologist. Yeah. The life. Of, but you know, actually, now I see seeing Caleb Broussard. I don't think he really had a whole lot of qualifications to hire his staff. You know, he's just like, you know, about fish here. Come on over here. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a you look like you know what you're talking about. Come on, <laughs> on up here and be my senior biologist, okay? <laughs> this might be a good this might be a good time to bring up something else about this movie. Um and we briefly mentioned it while we were watching, mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. maybe some of the inspiration for Deep Blue Sea yes. was taken yes. from this from this film. Right. Yeah, it I mean, had a lot of uh, some... similarities. And you know what also has a similarity to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think, which came 10 years later. Yes. Yeah. Both these movies come after Jaws 3D. But of course, Crichton wrote the book. I don't know when the book Crichton, Crichton didn't write the book until yeah. closer to when the movie, movie was came, made. Maybe yeah. late, late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So Crichton, he totally lifted, I saw this he lifted film, this whole thing. And he's like, if I just flip this from sharks to yes. dinosaur was, you know, I got myself a, a film. Yes, this, right. this should have been called. <laughs> 
this should have called it just been called like shark park or something okay. like that. i'm looking up when did when did jurassic park the book well out? the movie came out in 93 i know i know jurassic park the novel in 1990 oh, yeah there you go yeah so he got his so creighton i don't go plagiarism but definitely was inspired yep so inspired by actual events of jaws 3 so before we even get into shark attacks outside of Shelby Overman getting annihilated, right? He gets eaten, and then there's, it kind of goes like just you kind of get introduced. You get an introduction to some of the characters, right? You, you see Son McCord, you see Philip and his buddy coming mm-hmm. in. You see yeah. uh, Sean Brody shows up. He's from. He's coming from. He's like taking break off of school to come see his brother, I guess. And so they all go out and party, right? Right. And he meets. He does this like <laughs> really weird like hand. What was it called? I don't remember. <laughs> it was he's a like, game. I'm the best hand presser guy in all of the West and yeah. Northeast. And uh, so he meets Leia Thompson's character. It was a strange. It was weird. I and guess it would make more sense if you had already had a lot to drink. For the viewers, I guess they're just standing in front of each other. And yeah, they're and pressing they're each like other's pushing, hands yeah. and trying to see who would fall over. But I mean, clearly a man would just annihilate. Yes. Uh, Although when he when Sean walks up, she knocks over had like pushed a, over this big guy. He was like ogre from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Big dude. <laughs> yeah, it was heavy. a big guy. Yeah, she pushed him uh, over, even though she's five two. And this so I'm like assuming I, again. I'm assuming this was like a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Marion having the drinking contest yeah. against the big guy yeah, at the bar. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. like some kind of like sumo wrestling, but no. Sumo. You're without, just using your without hands. sumo yeah, or like, wrestling. It's, it's just a. It was bizarre, and he just steps in. He's like, "I'm up next." We're like, "Wait, what's going on here?" <laughs> what's funny is that he sees this happening from across the bar, like, and I'm he the says, best at this. "I'm the I'm the best of this, handball, this thing. hand push, or whatever. And, and all of New England yeah. and, and in the, the Western, Western states." states. <laughs> <laughs> and so this game that. I've never, never heard, heard of, of never, never seen, seen it. it. Apparently, he's totally all. I think the writers got drunk and said, let's, let's just make up something that looks like it looks feasible that a woman could be the man and a man could be yes. the boy. I mean, I don't know. It was bizarre. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. I don't get mm-hmm. it. And uh, so he meets her that way. And he's like, yeah, how about I buy you a beer? Which he apparently doesn't buy. All right. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> you are criticizing the relationship between Dennis Quaid and Bess Armstrong. Yeah. You know, Mike and, and Kathy. Yeah. Well, yeah, this they, one, this one, moved, they move really fast. This one is fast, yeah. and it's and, less believable yeah, than the yeah, other. I completely, <laughs> I completely agree with this one. So this one's even faster. She's like, "Wait, you don't swim? I my whole life is about swimming, but sure, I'll still uh, hang out with you and <laughs> pull you into the water." Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of um, uh, illusory things to the other Jaws movies. You know, mm-hmm. by him, he doesn't like actually go into detail about like why he's afraid of the water, why he doesn't go so in the water. Yeah, Some experience as a child. Yeah, they just never, he uh, never like comes right out with it. But sure, I'll go in the water with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was kind of weird. So they all have get some laughs. It's almost as if they couldn't acknowledge. Yeah, the other movies. Yeah, so he picks her up and brings her right back to the table, and they're like, "Oh, he picked you up," and she knows she knows Brody and Catherine Morgan. Right? Yeah, they all work. They all work the together, and and he's like, "Well, whatever, it worked." And then they're drinking beers, and then, and then somebody comes over and says, "Someone." It's Shelby's Shelby's girlfriend. Uh, girlfriend or something. Yeah. yeah and like, how she, they couldn't. He didn't come home. He didn't come home last night. He's like, oh, oh yeah, because she actually she confronts them at the park the yeah, next day. Yeah, next day. Yeah. yeah. And then, but at the nighttime after the nighttime, yeah. after nighttime, they like this. You're right. This relationship goes really fast. Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
He's just like, hey, let's go to the ocean because you see it. They're not going to oceanfront bar, which you remember the ocean's right beside Orlando. So that clearly makes sense. And um, <laughs> she's like, let's go swim in the ocean. He's like, I don't like the ocean. She's like, well, what about lagoons? He's yeah, like, they go to the lagoon. He's like, lagoon sounds great. So they go to the man-made lagoon. Although day. he was still kind of apprehensive about doing that. Yeah, too. but they go to the land. Well, you know what they didn't tell you is that he knew that Michael Brody single-handedly designed and built this lagoon. So he felt safe. Well, I mean, he's like my big brother. My yeah. big brother built that sound. I mean, yeah. I would assume that he has some confidence in his brothers. Ability. So they jump in the 67, 67 uh, convertible Mustang, Mustang, yeah, and then drive on back down to the mm-hmm. lagoon. And they have a little. They're like dancing. They're doing this weird dance on the beach. And then we see the scene where like we have these two random dudes who are like <laughs> stuck into. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about these totally, guys. Exactly. <laughs> forgot like, about these you guys. You totally forget about this. This is how this. Yeah, because works. that they're. Their thing started, I think, before the bar scene. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, this whole film, if you think of the film in its entirety, you're like, what was the purpose of this other than these dudes getting eaten by the shark? Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. They get eaten by the shark. Yeah. It's just, and it's such a weird, it was just, why even, it's like you could have saved money. And, I mean, maybe they didn't pay these two guys. <laughs> you never saw their face. You just saw, you just yeah, talking. you couldn't see their face. And yeah. it was just like, it was just, it was so one off the congruency of the film the only thing they they mentioned about like stealing coral yeah. which i'm not sure why there would be coral in the lagoon but anyway but the coral is gonna be expensive right or it's gonna get yeah they money. can like sell it to someone yeah but but, but you know i guess the ocean's like right over there i mean they could have <laughs> yeah they could have I mean, just gone to the ocean no nah, they're gonna break into sea world which looks like all they did was hop a fence they did just hop a fence which was yeah. a fence of a four feet tall yeah like a beach fence yeah and they had to drag a uh, raft, yeah, a bright yellow raft, yeah. Mind you, they're in black. They're all they're on face black, painted, face painted. Yeah, yeah, so you can't see them, but you nope. can see the bright yellow, bright yellow. And they had to drag it. Oh my god, they had to drag it like down an embankment, yeah, <laughs> maybe like ten feet. Yes. And they get into the lagoon. They're swimming out there, and I get. I, you had to tell me what they're doing because I was like, wait, what's what's going on? <laughs> and then yeah, sure enough, like he eats one, and the other one goes in and under him to find him. I guess he eats him. I think he one one go one dives to get the coral. Yeah, that's right. And then something happens, and I think he he gets pulled in. And, right, yeah. the second guy gets pulled in, and then the shark says, "Oh, can't leave any evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the boat." <laughs> <laughs> so who's looking for these guys? Yes. No one knows. Nobody no knows them. They didn't yeah. know they're there. No one cares. And they never. You you know the whole thing with Shelby. That there's like that. They know that. Because yeah. they do eventually find that body. Yeah. But they don't know about these other, other people. Two guys. We don't care about yeah. them. But I think it's true. You're right. This, this shark is a little smart. He's like, I got to cover my tracks. I <laughs> just eat the, going to pop, pop the boat and eat it too. So bring it underwater. So no, yeah, the fact that the shark no evidence thought like, I don't want to want to eat a boat. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah, gonna and somebody's going to gonna know I'm yeah, here if I don't do something. Send a sharp police on me. It's exactly. going to be trouble. Exactly. I'm going to have to answer to them. Mm-hmm. There's going to be it's paperwork. Just, yeah, and... I just <laughs> got clean to clean, clean up my tracks here, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to get a lawyer. Maybe he's already. Maybe maybe he's he, he's already on parole and yeah, he doesn't want to like, violate well, parole. Well, he is on parole, right? I mean, he had his head blown off in the first film. He's like, I had to had to regrow up. You're back. saying he though. Oh, she had Which to, one is it? She had to grow up. Well, actually, it's mother, according to this film, right? Right. Yeah. So she had to grow her head back, and then. Well, yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves because, right? Because there could be, there's not one shark. A shark head. 
there's two sharks. Yeah, that's what blew our minds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and some uh, they, uh, Mike and Kath. Well, they're alerted to this one shark, right? Because yeah, because so, they go looking for the. You said the girlfriend came. I was like, "Where's Mike? Where's Shelby?" And Shelby's missing. Yeah. And his immediate thought is, "Oh, he must have drowned in the lagoon." Let's yeah. not call the cops. Let's not call the authorities. Let's just go get in a little submersible. Well, it makes sense though, I think, because they're the ones that they know the area. They're don't. I mean, they they have the equipment to actually make the search. Calling the police, it's not going to really help. Because the police will then just, I mean, they're not going to call the police out there to go through like a whole investigation and they don't actually know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or it was just a reason to have the super cool submersible and the weird special uh, (laughs) It was, yeah. So, yeah. So the senior engineer and the senior biologist are also the senior body finders of the uh yeah i just think there would have been some other people to do that you know like if you were the senior engineer don't you think there's like a seal team security that would be on this you know <sighs> i just don't know why it's in his his job to find the body of his his lost engineer i i don't know maybe did, did mr bouchard tell them maybe to do this he, so know, they didn't want to raise a like panic a, he seems like a money grubber too so he probably was like on a shoestring budget so he's probably like i just i'll just send my best engineer and my best biologist down there to go i mean the only thing missing was him constantly saying spare no expense yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> spare no expense yeah i think he was sparing expense in this film <laughs> he was cutting corners okay i mean he did hire like this 31 year old senior engineer um i don't know i just feel like in Jurassic Park, you know, we have the clever girl. And like he this is his thing. This is what he does, yeah. you know. But he he's not the engineer of the park, you know. He didn't like build the park and I don't know. Just you don't send Wayne out there to go um Wayne. Wayne Knight. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Knight. You don't send him out there to go uh what's this character's name? I can't remember his name. Oh Dennis. Dennis, yeah. You don't send Dennis out there to find dead bodies. Dennis Nedry. Yeah. yeah. You don't send the programmer out there to the guy who built the security system after to find dead bodies, right? Yeah, well, he's too busy stealing dinosaur embryos. What? I take that back, though. They did send um, Samuel L. Jackson out there to turn on the power. Well, I don't, let's not get too far off course here, though. But like, I'm now I'm trying to think with Jurassic Park. What? What were the actual? I, was something? Was the senior engineer? Was there an actual engineer? There wasn't a structural engineer. Yeah, I don't. It was just a. I mean, everybody who worked in that control center, they were just on computers. Yeah, they were like. They didn't really seem like they they were were like computer engineers. They weren't like mechanical people. No, no, no. They weren't like the structural engineers, like Dennis Quaid's character. Dennis Quaid built this lagoon. Yeah. In two years' time. Yeah. So he's the prodigy. So now it's his responsibility to find this foul. I mean, but it's clearly foul play is going on, right? Or suspected. Like he. Well, it's a great white shark. They are murderers, according to his character. <laughs> yes, they are. Other than just natural predators. But you're right. So they jump in this little tiny yellow boat, and we see some 3D movements, right? Yeah. And they're just going around. They're going down to the to the. Uh, they're swimming around, and some kind of like cool music. Like it's like I don't know. It's beautiful music. It's like I don't know. We're under sea world in a lagoon swimming. This lagoon. Oh, and yeah. It was kind of like spacey. Space sort of star trek yeah star trek i think star trek was really what i was like something like that yeah. uh, not quite not quite but very similar yeah yeah 
and they go to the then like, wait, we got to get out. We got to check. You're supposed to really appreciate the majestic nature of yeah. undersea life. And we got we got to get into this little submarine and check out this uh like the sunken ship that he built yeah. for like just austerity and decoration. <laughs> yeah. And then she freaks out. She sees a skeleton. He's like, oh yeah, we call him Big Mac. He's just Oscar, big Oscar, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And so they're swimming around, swimming around, and all of a sudden, this shark just torpedoes into the shipwreck, you know? And Oh, yeah, because they got out, and they're, like, actually looking at their... Yeah, yeah, so that's when we get the shark. And they're like, oh, my God, there's a great white in here, oh, my God. Yeah. And they escape. They right? escape. How do they escape there? Um, they... Sandy and Sandy roll up, bro. That's right, so Sandy and Sandy. Actors, the stars of the movie, man. <laughs> Whatever. They're like, Whatever. And they were, like, swimming around with them, and one was like... Eh, eh. <laughs> I know, I know. That, <laughs> I thought it was so cheesy. It was like, like I know. It, it, it bothered me. It kept saying no underwater. Like, do you see a shark? I mean, you see a dolphin say no. You'd be like, we gotta get out of here, man. Yeah. But they weren't alerted. To, they well, that, Herbie, yeah, but they had no reason to Herbie, assume the there was a shark. There. Should have been in tune on what these dolphins were saying. Okay, she should know. She should have said. She was She's not a telepathic biologist. She was, already saying, she was already saying they're acting weird because they wouldn't go out and play like the day before, and they were already saying like there's something wrong with Sydney and Sandy. Well, I don't know what's wrong with them. They're being kind of weird, but no, whatever. Then they're down in the water with them. And she's like, they're still kind of acting kind of weird. Which for some reason they came out with us this time, you know. But the senior biologist, who's like 29 years old. This is a fatal error. So they're all in the lagoon area, though, which I, I can't remember. I think they tell you like how big the lagoon is, but eight thousand acres of water. Is that what it is? I just made that up. I don't know. Dude, no. Twenty thousand leagues. Be serious. One of I, I ever. <laughs> I refute that. This is a serious question. I refute that. Uh, but yeah, so what I'm saying is they're just in lagoon. We're not talking about open ocean. Just lagoon. It's a contained area. They feel comfortable. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that in this contained area, you would think there would be so much monitoring of this area that a shark who's not supposed to be there would be found, would be detected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And here's where Bouchard made a fellow error where he did spare expense because he didn't have any cameras. He didn't have any videos. All he had was one big screen that faced one side of the lagoon. <laughs> yes, right. He had one dimension of the lagoon, <laughs> nothing else. You think you would have like a, cause it was even kind of fun when they like rode by that big screen, Tina or whatever her name was like, hi guys, I see you. There's this weird picture of her like yes. waiting from just that one big glass screen. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. Like, that, all yeah. that was like this weird, like over-exaggerated movement. So we can be like, oh wow, look at that technology. Oh wow. She's under the water and she can yeah. see the little submarine. Yeah. But yeah. I agree with you. Why wouldn't there be more cameras mm -hmm. covering every aspect and area of this lagoon? And so like, if you saw something swim by, you'd be like, holy crap. Yeah. Is that a 10 foot great white? Which you're right. They're, um, and they mentioned something too, like, let's go check the, what was it? The air filter? And the filtration, filtration pump system. system pump, pop yeah. pipe. Yeah. He's like, oh no, it's going the other way. There's no way anything can be in there or whatever. I don't know. He made some kind of like random engineer well, excuse. Who, like, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think out. when they were thinking about where the, where Shelby's body, Shelby body could, could be. be. Yeah. There was, they, they, they were like, well, have we tried that, that area? And they're like, oh no, the flow is too strong. There's no way he could have gone that way. It yeah. would have gone the other way or whatever. I mean, I, that makes sense. Um, anyway, we do eventually, Shelby does eventually turn up though. Yeah. He shows up. Um, <laughs> well, here we go. We think that, but in the film, you think this one shark is the shark, right? And then yeah. we see these really weird scenes of them getting away 
with uh, the Dolphins. And we see like literally, it's funny because they, it's like literally five shots with them swimming with the Dolphins, like escaping with the Dolphins, and they just intermix them. Yeah, it's and the same ones over like, and over again. It's like 20 shots of the same five shots. And then the, and the, and the, sharks, the shark footage, and which is order. like stock shark footage mm-hmm. and then up. they speed it up they yeah speed so it up, they make it seem even more dangerous yes and i was actually kind of thinking when i saw it, that shark i was like oh this is not nearly the size of like jaws one and two no this is like a normal shark just like a, he's out there just doing his thing it's not as frightening as or as imposing yeah yeah so you're right and they get away i think right and they make a plan to capture that shark yeah because i think i think uh fitz fitzroy fitz Fitzpatrick, Fitz- Philip Fitzroy, Fitzroy, he he agrees he could hunt this thing down. I can get you the best shot; it'll be fantastic. Yeah, and then the kill the thing. Be, we'll have a retirement annuity. And then Kathy says, "Oh no, but there are no captive great whites anywhere in the world. If we could have it, we would have be the only one." Oh, which is funny because this is because this is really interesting because it's like uh, she's all about like, hey, we should capture it. It'll be a sideshow. It'll be an exhibition. It'll make you money, Broussard. I think she just didn't want the other guy to kill it. And Broussard was like, that sounds like a great idea. Let's get this shark and put it in captivity. It wasn't a bad idea. We'll have the only great white shark in captivity, and it'll be money be, money be rolling in, sir. Yeah, it's not the, it's, it wasn't a bad idea. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. She was just wanting to like uh-huh. save the shark. Yeah, because she was like, she's a bleeding heart. She's a bi- biologist. She's like, I'm all about the wildlife and fish life. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's like, save the animals. Yeah, save the watchtower. Save, save the watchtower. Save the watch. Great white watchtower. <laughs> so they did, and this was kind of bizarre. Like they going on a so you think they would probably want to hunt this thing in broad daylight, right? Because then everything, every shock-related thing is done. Clear now. visibility, right? But apparently, apparently, it's this dark at night, and they're on a platoon with some lights under it. And then this is how they're going to go search for a shark in dark, dark water and the darkest of night. Great idea, because I guess this shark is nocturnal. It is a vampire shark. It only <laughs> comes out at night, and it only kills at night. So why, why try to search it in daylight when the when we have clear visibility? Why would we want to do that? Why would that make sense? Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. So they did this really weird thing where they like the shark shows up. They go all get in the water. Like even her Dr. Morgan, who's a biologist, is somehow like skilled at hunting sharks as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's she wears a lot of hats. Yeah, he's down there. So yeah, McCorkendale's down there. His buddy, his buddy's down there, Tate, and they're like just trying to draw the shark out. They're throwing some chum in the water. Um. And out of nowhere, the ten foot shark bites Morgan's like air compressor, air tank, yeah, air tank. And then like there's a struggle, and they all like, oh my god! And they find it, and she like comes up, submerses, and um, they try to stab it. Yeah, so there's two things going on here. Hit there's the, there's the tranquilizer stab that they've got to get the it on stick. the bottom, yeah. and then off the boat, Brody is there with a harpoon, harpoon gun. gun, yeah, and yeah. he's got to actually snag this, yeah. Uh, and that's where we get the, the kind of the, the, the cheesy 3D harpoon right at the camera yeah. shot. Which uh, is funny to me how they just knew that the shark was going to be submerged. I mean, I guess above water, the fin would be above water. Yeah. Which I don't know why. I just 
Why would they be that lucky? Because all sharks do that. Oh, okay. Just whenever they're about to feed, they just jump up and <laughs> stick their fin out. I'm like, hey, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Hit me with your heart pit. Oh, you got me. I don't know. Yeah. It was so, I don't know. It just seemed kind of bizarre. You get, they don't have a team of people to do this. You know, they got to send the biologist and the lead engineer. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, every, just cheese. They, they, maybe, I don't understand. Maybe they are the best qualified for it. Right. I guess, I mean, Quint, what, Quint was killed already. So yeah, it's like true. Quint, Quint was gone. And then we don't know what happened to Chief Brody. He didn't say anything about it. He just said my dad was always like, he said something about his father, but it was not enough for me to like really listen to what he had. To yeah, say. I missed it too. Because he's know. like going to Venezuela. I guess this is his next uh, engineering project or something. And she was like, "Oh yeah, he got offered a job in like, Venezuela." And he's like, "Come with me." And she was like, "No, I'm here." Yeah, there was that back and forth because yeah, because uh, they had to, yeah, it was, and they were like kissing each other like left and right. And I was like, like beautiful. I was like, "Where's my bar?" It bag? was beautiful. Yeah, it was horrible. It was beautiful. I was like, "Can they like lay off of each other?" But anyways, uh, at this point, the shark was the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So they get it. They uh, they like tag that bad boy. Yeah, and they, they drug it right. Yep. And next time, next thing you see is her like in one of those just like tub of waters with it, just like walking around with it. Like, yeah, they gotta like get the shark to wake back up, and, but they can't. Mouth or something. They gotta keep giving it some. I was having a hard time understanding air. what's going on here. They're just, <laughs> <laughs> it just had the shark in the tank and. She they, was, like, they were walking it walking around. around, like, come on back to life, come back to life. I mean, I don't know. I just, it was weird. I don't know. Like, do you have to, like, wake it up? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I would think so. I mean, you can't. They tranked it. Right. But the shark's got to keep moving. Why? Isn't that because the, the water's got to pass through its gills so it can breathe? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were walking it around, keeping it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep yeah. It moving. And then they have it they have on some, look like a ventilator or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the shark does wake up. And then they freak out and jump out. And yeah. Like, oh my God. Ah. Yeah. And so everything's all good and dandy, right? Yeah. They, they've uh, solved the mystery. They of... solved the mystery. Uh, Shelby's still missing, though. Shelby's still missing. And someone mentions it. He mentions it to the one guy. Like, we searched here. He's talking to some other random dude, which I don't know who he is. There's Mike, a lot of random people. That yeah. Pop he's up. talking to Mike. He's talking to somebody. He's like, yeah, we're searching here. We still haven't found him. But he turns up, let me know. He's late on the job, blah, blah, blah. He's probably drunk somewhere. Yeah. Hello, Orlando. This is a Jordan Roma from a Jordan Roma's Cajun Sushi Shack in Cleveland. Look here. I had a great success in Cleveland and I want to expand down to Orlando, Florida. So I want to bring you uh, my flavorish Cajun Sushi right down to you, okay? So here's the deal. I'm going to be setting up right across the SeaWorld and I know you SeaWorld fans are really, really excited about the shark. I'm going to put the shark on their menu. It's going to be delicious, okay? To be super excited, I'm going to bring you my Cajun Sushi Shark of Orlando right to you. And make sure you take a good bite of the shark and don't let that shark take a good bite of you. Okay, thank you, Orlando. Okay. So yeah, the shark's captured. It's in captivity. Everything's beautiful and great. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And then we see, then we finally see, like, we get to see the inside of the tubes, right? So we're deep into the movie, and now we're finally getting to see the attraction. Right. Yeah, I I think this park was prepping for its opening, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what they were doing? I think so, because yeah. it seemed like they had this big grand opening. Yeah, a lot of parades, time. kids, and capturing a shark came right at time. Even though there was a lot of like water skiing beforehand, maybe I think it's just practicing. Practices. Yeah, practice. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Yeah. 
Well, now they got all the practice they need, right? And they cleaned the lagoon from the 10-foot great white that just snuck in there. You know? mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, did they fortify the gate? To I don't even know if they did that, right? Uh, you mean the one that got damaged when the shark ran into it, or uh, just the gate that some clearly the shark got into? Oh, I uh, probably, yeah, they I don't know. That. I mean, but by then, though, I think the damage is done, important. yeah. And then, yeah, we're just checking out the we're seeing the scenes under the water, right? Which is kind of cool. We can see from afar the yeah, the little ship and they're walking in these tunnels, like oh. Fishies, yeah, you know? I, mean, I, I mean, again, I thought that was uh, kind of neat. They're looking through portholes, and I mean, that kind of stuff is cool. I mean, I've been to the Georgia Aquarium. You ever been to Georgia mm -hmm. Aquarium? They yeah, that tunnel with the water. And yeah, like, oh, fishes. The only thing about the Georgia Aquarium that I will say is dead bodies don't float up. <laughs> you know, I never saw any at the um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium. I didn't see any at the National Aquarium in Baltimore. I don't yeah. remember seeing any at the Georgia Aquarium. I don't remember seeing any at the Seattle Aquarium. Yeah, they just don't. I don't see remember that. seeing any in the San Francisco Aquarium. Yes, yeah, so I've been to a lot of aquariums. Yeah, it sounds like that. <laughs> I've only been to two, probably. I've been to the Georgia Aquarium, and then there's an aquarium in like Virginia Beach. I want to say I've been to that one. So is it an aquarium in Virginia Beach? Yeah, or somewhere in Virginia. Is it Virginia Beach or it's near Virginia Beach? Maybe so. Norfolk or Chesapeake. I don't know. <laughs> One of those aquariums. So, yeah. So, yeah. I do, I do like this, all this underwater stuff. Shelby shows Even up. It's all fake looking, but it's. Yeah. Cool. Shelby yeah. shows up. They oh, Shelby shows up. Yeah. What, yeah. what happened? How does Shelby show up? He, he just, just like, he floats, stumbles in back into work. No, no, no. He floats through the aquarium like porthole. That's right. Dead. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia Beach Aquarium right here. Virginia. Beach Aquarium and Marine Science Center. Okay. Yeah, I've been there. Um, I'm going to say they pull this body out and there's a scene where Brody and Kathy come to identify the body. <laughs> it's the fakest looking dead body. It really is. It's It looks like plastic. It does. It does look like plastic. I mean, the muscles are like <laughs> glossed and... I mean, I, this guy would look like he was like a bodybuilder type yeah, beforehand. Yeah, so I yeah. guess maybe that's why they're showing these muscles yeah. so well defined. But they look so fake. The bone was nice and clean and white. Yes. It's bizarre. Yeah. And he's like, you don't want to look at it. And she's like, no, I've seen shark attacks. I've seen. And then she just like freaks. Yeah. Everybody freaks out. And then from seeing that body, she does the Hooper thing. The Mike. Oh, Hooper. the bi radius mm -hmm. measurement with she, her hands. She does it. She's like, wait a minute. My uh, my cousin Hooper told me about the, you know. <gasps> yeah, I know. Oh, that would be crazy. They were related. <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's not in the movie. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, she does the like the association. She's like, well, judging by these bite marks, this must be one massive shark. You yeah. Know? And so we got to stop. We got to stop. How big shark. is this shark based on this bite radius? Thirty-five feet. Man. Thirty-five feet. That would be a record. Yeah. Oh, that's a gorgeous. record. Yeah, we got. The lion shark, the lion. <laughs> this is like right below a megalodon. Yeah, shark. This is a big shark, <laughs> and we couldn't capture this thing on camera at no. all. Somehow yeah. this thing is Somehow slipping right past us. Missed this through this lagoon. We didn't even know. Apparently, maybe it was maybe it was like a 
it Sasquatch like, shark. Well, according to what they said, it sounds like they figured out it was hiding behind the turbine or whatever. The, it was in the the one of the filtration pipes yeah, thing. And they just, kept talking. They kept. I think I don't know if there was some. Sometimes they were mentioning something about like blockages or whatever. Yeah. And yet nobody ever like went to like really investigate the no, blockage. No one, no one investigated. Blockage. I mean, this is supposed to be expensive, sophisticated shark equipment yeah. in this part, the state nephew, of the art. The nephew brings that up. He's like, "There was a blockage." You know? yeah, yeah. And, and Bouchard's like, "Shut up, nephew." He's like, "Shut up, nephew. <laughs> we gotta make some money." So, um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, then they both realized, like you mentioned earlier, this is not one shark, but two sharks. And now first shark, which we forgot to mention, died somehow. I don't really know how it died. It just, Broussard's like, Hey, put it in, put it in an exhibit. Immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. And sad. so they immediately put it into the exhibit. People are watching it swim around and it seems like it was just swimming around and then it just like died. Yeah. It, just yeah, died. it had it was like a, a like heart a, attack. It was like a goldfish from the bear. Yeah. It just flipped <laughs> over. I'm like, I mean, I'm still trying to understand like what causes, I mean, maybe it just had like, I don't know, just like had anxiety or something. Cause all know, maybe the, maybe it. the tranquilizer didn't, yeah. was too much. Too much. Yeah. Cause it just went swimming and then it like flipped over. Yeah. And then she freaked out, jumped in the water and tried to like give it C shark CPR. Yeah. And Danny, I guess, is her like support guy, jumped in there with her, and she was like having a moment. And then like the person come, I was like, "This is Dr. Morgan. This is totally normal. Please do not interfere. Just let her do her job." I know it's really bizarre. I think that actually happens after the the shark thing, right? Which shark thing? There's uh, a lot of shark things. Uh, no, like where they uh, they see that the the body. And she measures like the bite. No, because she gets all wet there in this in this scene where she's no, trying she to save the off, baby. Off, yeah. uh, I don't know. I can't because all that all this happens with, within like the same day. I don't remember the continuity, but I just know that they put the baby shark, baby shark, shark into the uh, <laughs> put baby shark into the exhibition, and he flips over and dies. Yeah, and next thing you know, it they're finding they found Shelby. We realize it's a 35 foot shark because then they get to warn Broussard, who's down in the. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I know where you're going. But what's weird about that is that they make this connection pretty easily they, that it is a mother baby shark. Baby shark. Like, how would you know that? Deal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Why would it just be two I don't random know sharks? this. Yeah. Why, and how do they know this? Because she's the senior biologist of. She's the premier biologist of sharks on the Eastern Seaboard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dr. Catherine Morgan. All right. I mean, I'm like, maybe she is. Senior I don't biologist. Know. She understands. <laughs> she <laughs> understands maternity sharks. Yes. <laughs> that scene though. Shark maternity. <laughs> that scene which you were talking, you were about to talk about. Maternal sharks. Where they go into the restaurant to talk about the shark bite, bite rays and how, yeah. oh, there's, no, there's another 35. shark. Yeah. And then... You see this POV <laughs> of the shark. Well, they're trying to convince McCorkendale. Yeah, or yeah. And, or or Bouchard is there, too. Yeah, yeah. And you see this POV of the shark, mm. and the shark can hear everything they're saying. Are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> me? And then people start, like, you see it from the other side, like, they're pointing at it. Point, and then you just see the teeth in the, in the, in a, a grab. <laughs> <laughs> so now oh, our shark. My. 
King Growl. Yeah, yeah. And this was, and it's not the only time. It's not the only no. Growl. It was growling <laughs> and menacing for the rest of the film. You know, I kind of made me think of. Remember Ghostbusters two? I think we talked about Ghostbusters two. We talked about Howard the Duck, but Ghostbusters two, like Vigo, he and he's in his monster form. He's he growls. Growl. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. It, yeah. Anyway, no, it's true. <laughs> Well, you know, the shark is kind of like Vigo, you know, <laughs> big, dumb, imposing. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if Vigo was dumb, but they called him dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. It's like a green screen. <laughs> yes. Of the people staring at the shark. Yeah. And then they see the shark and they all freak out. Yeah. Know? And then we see people in the tubes. Yeah. You know, and they're like, all right, we need to evacuate. And this is when pandemonium happens, right? Because the shark rams into the tube and like breaks the tube and so water starts coming into and the one tube. of these like underwater tubes that connect between yeah the- yeah there's the 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 underwater viewing area that yeah. you can like i guess there's the four of them that come from different parts so, like a group of people like freak out and yeah. then start running because the water's because these honestly here we see we find out that michael brody's craftsmanship is not as good as we think it is because <laughs> one nudge by the shark Ah, but how is he supposed to account for a 35 foot shark? I mean, I think if you're like a Your shark's ram structural engineer, you gotta account for all random stuff. Do sharks ram things though? This shark does because it's the does. whole thing. I know, but what I'm saying in the real life, though, films, because in the first two films, how does Jaws get most of his meals by knocking things over and people falling into the water and then he chomps on them, like Steven Seagal? Yeah, he knocks them over, <laughs> you know, now they're underwater and he's like. Din din, <laughs> or she's like, yeah, I know, but it, I don't know. Like you see, you hear about the thing about how do you fight off a shark? You punch it in the nose. Well, not why would a shark, shark purposely ram its nose into something? Uh, because it's not a punch, right? The shark is initiating, but when you initiate it, it freaks the shark out, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, so the shark, oh, okay. shark gets intimidated when you initiate. Oh, punch. so it, unless you're it condition it unless can, you're Fitzroy, then you just get eaten. It can dish it out, but it can't take it. That's sort right. of yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sharks have a uh, fragile, fragile. Just fragile egos. Egos. Yeah. Psyches. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So we know that the shark sees in green screen. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like the predator with the mask on. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's not heat, but it's like you know, it's in green screen. Um, so that's that's something it, we learned in, in Jaws 3D. Shark seeing green. Yeah. So maybe that's why they always attack at night because everything's just green screen. Maybe. Yeah. But it looked like it was all like in color too. I don't know. <laughs> and but. then yeah, then there was just pandemonium ensues. Like these people in the tube kind of get trapped, and they find they make it away to like I guess a connecting room. But then it gets filled with water, and they're sitting with like waist high water. Yeah, with like no contact. Yeah, there they were the I don't know control area was was able to close the doors. Yeah, at least lock them in. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, as opposed to other. Jaws movies, at least the first two Jaws movies. There's not actually that many deaths in this movie. No, but this one's this one's right here was like the most freaked out part. Uh, part like imagine just being in something like that and then being shut down and you're just like stuck there and you have very little contact and you don't even know when you're gonna get it out. Oh right, they probably should have done a whole film on that. I've been like Lord of the Flies down there, you know, like he's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna take charge. Hey, I was given I was given a lot of props to that tour guy. Yeah, there because yeah, she, she was, was totally positive. The whole she time. was cool. She was like, well, as a cucumber Barbara, underwater. Barbara Eden or not? I don't know who it was, <laughs> yeah, but she was she was totally cool. She was like she played a role really well. She yeah. Look, guys. Yeah, this is. I mean, the water. She said. She said, "This is what I'm dreaming." Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> she did. She did. She went crazy right back on that man. She's like, I got this. She's been training for mm. a shark terrorist. <laughs> <her whole life. laughs> it was like, we got it. We're safe from the shark. The water stopped rising. Just relax. They're going to save us. I promise you. Yeah. Oh, this was like under siege one though, where they're on the ship and mm-hmm. yeah, the, the other sailor, sailors get trapped. Yeah. And they're trying to like drown them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, probably knew Casey was going to come and save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But uh, so she's worked with so Casey. So that's what this movie She's missing. worked with Casey before. <laughs> it's missing some yeah. Steven Seagal. Yeah. If Ryback showed up, that shark would have been punched in the face and would have swam away. Or, you know what? He would have punched <laughs> the shark in the face and that shark's head would just explode. <laughs> he wouldn't have kicked. He wouldn't have kicked because he doesn't <laughs> kick. But he would have punched it. You know, straight in the nose, and the head. Oh, he does do some kicks and under siege. Yeah, and the head, the shark's head would just blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and he would have said something like, "This," you know, he would have said some kind of quip, you know. Yeah, something about like, uh, "This is my water hole. This is my lagoon. Like, yeah, you're calamari now. Yeah, <laughs> fish food for you. So I don't know. It'd have been, that would have been amazing if he showed up. <laughs> like, he just, like, helicoptered him in, you know? That's right. And he, like, flew in. He's like, it's okay. I know what I know what to do here. What's the shark's name? What's the vitals? I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. And then he would have just gone down there. He could have taken Fitzroy's place, drawled it into the tube or whatever, punched it in the face, and it would explode. Been over just mm-hmm. right then. Right then and there. Yeah. And yeah. He, he would just have chum just floating everywhere. <laughs> But yeah, but so yeah, pandemonium rises. We see uh, Brody like riding around on a golf cart, trying to convince everybody to get out of the water. He like, yeah, this is this is this he is crashes. way over the top. Yeah, All he of this crashes the golf cart. I mean, it was kind of he's, he's running through crowds, running through across stages where people are dancing. dancing yeah, yeah, the golf con- cart. Thing. He's the only one trying to cause hysteria. Yeah, and, and he's like yelling at everybody to get, get out, out of the water, water get, get out, out of the water, water. and and after all that. Only did Leah Thompson's character get. Yeah, blushed. she's the only one that had she, anything. She didn't die. She got like a leg laceration. Yeah, she yeah. got bit in the leg. That was it. And then we see Sean saying, you know, what? I'm going to go with Kelly to the hospital. And didn't you say somewhere around here, like, what happened to these two people? Yeah, I did. Because there was a long stretch of time. Yeah, we saw we did, nothing. Never saw them. them since the lagoon, like when they were like making out of the lagoon and those guys got eaten. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They were they were completely lost in the movie. Yeah. And then yeah, it's the last time we, they were out. And they were out doing like water bumpers, and uh, oh yeah, like and he was doing, things, yeah. and he was doing the same thing with her. He was like, "I'm scared of the water," and she's like, "Come on!" And <laughs> she, you know, Jaws knocked him off the bumper boat and got him in the water. No, he, this is the fat guy on the other boat. Uh, no, he knocked him over. Jaws did. The shark did. No, it was the big guy that knocked him out in the water. I promise. It was the shark, bro. No, shark. and then the shark came up and got shark, bro. No, it wasn't the shark. I promise. It was. We watch it, and you'll be like, oh, perhaps right. Shark knocked him out of the water, knocked him off the boat into the water. Now the fat guy did bump him, but they didn't follow out of the water. It was the shark. He was standing up, and he was standing up doing something else, and and that's why he got knocked off. The shark was like uh, Fleetwood Mac. He was, I want to be everywhere, because he was everywhere in his lagoon during this pandemonium part, right? (laughs) He was over there with the. The skiers, then he was, or she, excuse me. Yeah. She was over there with the skiers. Well, we still don't know. I mean, I guess. We don't know. It was over there with the skiers, then it was over there with the hula hoopers, and it was over there with, then it was over there with the, uh, I mean, this is a big lagoon, but it was everywhere. Yeah. This shark, this shark got around. This, she was everywhere. This shark was just like <laughs> teleporting. 
Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, the shark knocked him out of the boat. Okay. The little bumper boat. Okay. All right. That's fine. She got a laceration and then everyone was fine. Yeah. Everybody gets out of the water. Sean's like, I'm going to the hospital with Kelly Bukowski, not Kelly Kapowski. (laughs) And then we're like, all right, we've got a plan to kill this 35 foot shark. Yeah. Okay. Going back to that, how the shark is all around the lagoon. Everywhere, which means this shark is fast, super fast. I mean, there's the scenes where this thing is moving. Clearly, it's like they're pulling a shark fin with a uh, boat, a speedboat. We just don't see the speedboat. But it's moving at the speed of 30 knots an hour. I mean, I don't know. It's like 35 miles per hour. It's like fast. It was a quick shark. Yeah. Until... The scenes scenes of the shark. (laughs) I think the shark is just polarized at this point, right? It's just like, whoa, the people are trying to fight me? What's going on here? Don't punch the shark. shark I'm going to try to eat you, but whatever you do, don't punch me in the nose. Don't punch me in the nose, you know? (laughs) The shark has some crazy physics going on. It doesn't make sense. So the plan is, yeah, the plan is like, we got to trap that thing back in this tunnel, right? Yeah, that's the plan. We're going to fit Miss Fitzcorkle and Jack are going to take Fitzcorkle. is like, <laughs> Fitzroyce, Fitzroyce is like, I'm going to get it. To, I'm going to chop it with live bait. And they're like, Who's live bait? It's me, of course. And so, what the idea is, he's going to tie himself to like a ladder, right? I kind of got a little bit lost here. And because he's tying himself to a lifeline, he's tying himself to a lifeline. But then, when they get into the water, and the shark, so they're in front of the 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 tunnel thing, like you're saying. And so mention too that uh, Jack Tate's like, do you want me to take? The, do you want me to film while? Yeah, and that's kind of important because we need to we need to close it. Basically, what they're going to do is they're going to lure the shark into this tunnel, but the tunnel on the other side has a ladder that he's supposed to be using to get out, and but they and this tunnel also has a gate that's they're going to close and lock. So McCorkle Fitzroyce is going to swim in while swimming. And pulling himself with his lifeline is going to be taking pictures of the shark. And Jack, his buddy, is just going to close the gate behind the shark and, and then it. go to the other side. And then go to the other yeah, side yeah. and meet him up the ladder. Okay. I think that. And he's I like, think... do you want me to film as well? He's yeah. Like, he's like, no, mate. This is going to be. Uh, yeah, they got to both film. We're going to make know? all the riches in the world. This, this is not our first go around. It's going to happen. So they, one of them quickly drops the camera. Yeah. And then. We're going to take care of this and we're going to be retirement. This will be our retirement annuity. You know? You like my McCorkle? Uh, it didn't sound accurate. He said retirement annuity. No, I know that's what he said, but the accent was just off. All right, hold on. This will be our retirement annuity. That's closer. Okay. That's Thank closer. You. Retirement annuity, old chum. I don't know. He was just British. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what I was saying, though, I the the rope tied to the ladder, for some reason, when, I, when we were watching it, I thought that the rope was tied to a different ladder, not from the other side. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see where how they got that ladder. Did they go through the tunnel? And then they were planning to go back into the tunnel? Yeah, they didn't show you that part. Okay, because I thought they went down straight down into the water in front of that in front of the, the gated part where they were gonna close that gate. And then that's why I didn't understand like where was this rope tied to? The other side. So- of the tunnel where there's a ladder, apparently. Yeah, but when did that happen? Yeah, well, it must have been off screen. <laughs> okay. And then I was reading where, uh, like, um, you know, the, the current 
was so strong he couldn't swim after the rope break. He couldn't swim to the ladder because the current was pushing him towards the oh towards the shark. Okay, which I thought that was a dumb idea. Why didn't they just shut it off? Like, why didn't they just shut it off so he wouldn't have to fight with that? Yeah, and then just could <clears> swim, <throat> but because clearly this speed racer shark. <laughs> from five minutes ago is you're, you're right is like floating through the water like a lifeless <laughs> yes. lump of excrement that's all it is it's just like yeah floating, the shark is just floating and there's scenes too there's scenes in this film where it's floating towards the tubes and people in the tubes and you're like this is horrible it's just like a shadow of a shark just like floating it's not even it's not moving they made no attempt to get yeah the, shark. the, the shark's not really swimming yeah it's just it's not giving you drifting made no attempt <laughs> no attempt to show it like waddle its body in this scene but then when we get to the full on shark and he's growling oh yeah, that's right there's growl don't forget the growls because <laughs> it's hard it's like half lion um yeah it's just like slowly floating these guys and they close the gate. McCorkle or Fitzroy's, uh, the rope breaks. He's in dire. He's just, now he's just trying to fight it. He's punching it, yeah. breaking it, and then somehow he just slides into the mouth. Yeah, this is this, this is a, a is weird bizarre. thing because he doesn't. Yeah, he slides into the shark's mouth. Yeah, but the shark, he's, he's still like, alive. Yeah, the shark, and he's still, he's like, sh but yeah, and the shark's just like chewing. Yeah. But it's not but, hitting him with the teeth or anything. Yeah, that's the part so that I doesn't make like sense just, to me. I'm not sure. Just like, like tongue and I don't know if he's just getting crushed yeah, by the getting, pressure. Maybe, but um, he could have like started stabbing. Or yeah, something. I thought that too. I thought that too. Like, you know, why doesn't he just sort of like shitting it or kill the shark yeah, from the inside? A, yeah, he had a knife. I mean, why didn't do like uh, Will Smith and Men in Black? You know, get yeah. eaten or no, no, uh, Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. You know, you get eaten by the animal. Well, he didn't have a blaster. Oh, yeah, but still, like. Cut yourself Harpoon out. Or Cut something. yourself through. Yeah, just go through. Go crazy. I mean, he had an air tank on. It's not like he was, yeah, you know, gonna yeah. suffocate. But maybe he was just getting like, I don't know, like you said, just getting crushed or knocked. He's just getting jumbled up with the chewing and stuff. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Well, then this is where I was really sad because I was like, dude, this character is kind of funny. He's kind of cool, and he's kind of, I don't know, debonair. And there's like, ah, we're killing him. Yeah, he's gone. And then that's when his buddy like loses his mind. He's like, he comes up from the water after he's locked the gate. So they got the shark not locked in. <laughs> they got the shark locked in. And in the other, in the meantime, uh, Brody's like trying to fix the uh, tube so that they can like shut the water back off or drain the water and get the yeah, water, so they get the people get the people out, out, out yeah. of the tube. Yeah. And they're all kind of nonchalant about that too. They're like, hey, there are people down there. Oh, well, it's, he's like, there's one scene where he's like just pouring over like. Plan just like I gotta get those people out of here and this drink is... this soda and smoke my cigarette. And I was like, yeah, so so and people while like that's going welding on and stuff. Yeah, you know? while that's going on, Kathy is in the control area with Bouchard and nephew, nephew and Tina and Tina and uh, who doesn't have any work. Then you so you see Kathy putting on scuba diving gear, and yeah, they're like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "Oh, nobody. Somebody needs to." He has no eyes out there. No one needs to look out. But for we know him. that the shark but is now trapped. Yeah. The shark is trapped, and when she gets there, there is other people there. Yeah, you're like, what? I don't get it. Like, why are you? And then those there? people leave. Yeah. Like, well, oh, she, she, yeah. Oh, she's there. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, you're here. Cool. Because okay. I, I, I can go. Right. I had a, I had a huge trepidation about being out here. But We're now good. Here. <laughs> I'm swimming back up to this light. Oh so, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. So then now Jaws is trapped, but he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna reverse myself out of here. He sends like he like starts 
starts like swinging his little tail so much. Yes. He's like, he's like a dog, you know, it's like, you know, beat, yeah, beat the, just, just sort of wiggles, wiggles, just wiggling back and forth. <laughs> Slowly. It's not even with that much force, but so, hey, wiggle back and forth. I didn't know the jar sharks had this kind of like ability, but yeah, he like, he sends enough of us tailspin to like break the, uh, yeah, the breaks gate, the gate, break the gate up. Yeah. eventually. Yeah. And then Bruce Shard's like, we got a problem here. You know, what's funny about that too. They yeah, actually had a camera zoomed on, on the lock. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, they had a they had a camera. Oh, you're right. There was a camera on the lock of the turbine tunnel. I don't know, but there were nowhere else. I don't know. There were no other, and they didn't even. I don't know. It's just crazy. But yeah, the it's, cameras are just weird places. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he was like, then he busts open the gate, and now all I hear in my mind is the beep 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 because the shark is now backing himself out. Yeah. Right. Sharks cannot stop suddenly or swim backward. Well, in this film, <laughs> Jaw swim backwards. Yeah. Can he move, can he have used his side fins and sort of like not necessarily swam backwards, but sort of pushed his way out? Yeah, like a seal. Oh yeah. 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 Like, yeah or if he was sort of like shimmied backwards. Flap, yeah. He was just getting frustrated. So he's yeah. like, I gotta get out of this little tunnel. He's claustrophobic. Yeah, he's claustrophobic. She she yeah, he, she's claustrophobic. He, yeah. Yeah. I understand. I mean, I would feel that way too. Yeah, she was like, I got to eat more people. I'm like, yeah. I got to get rid of it. I got to get out of here. So, yeah. Uh, Jack loses his mind because Philip is gone and he's screaming and yelling and hollering. Yeah. A little, little over the It was almost there. like Toby's dad. Um, <laughs> uh, was it Toby? I can't remember. Um, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, I can't remember the I can't remember the character. I can't from Silver Bullet. Though, yeah, I know. The I dad know. loses his mind and he goes in there and he does the uh, private justice speech. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I know. What you're, I know he it was that level of acting. He was like, "Philip, say your name. Oh my God, please speak to me, man. Where are you, Governor?" Ah! Yeah, which I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of emotion." It was. It was. Yeah. Too much emotion. Well, you know, it was the most emotion I've seen for any other lost life in this film because, like, no one seemed to care that uh, Oberman got it, you know. Um, the bodybuilder guy. I already forgot his name again. <laughs> Quickly down under. Brady. 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 Yeah, Brady's, yeah, Brady's dad. Yeah. Brady. Um, I don't know why I thought Toby. But, uh, yeah, Brady's dad to that level of uh, acting. No one seemed to care about him. <laughs> yeah. And then no, of course, no one knew about the other two guys who like were just still in coral. Um, and I think, yeah, I think of course Sean was upset that Leah got her her leg a little bit damaged, you know. Right. So, but you're right; it wasn't a lot of deaths. They're not. Yeah. Well, there's only one more. Yeah, it's true. Okay, yeah. so yeah, they so the shark, of course, you know, gets out of the tunnel, and then he like meets up with uh, he catches up with Brody and uh, Morgan. Captain Dr. Morgan while he's like trying to seal the thing. Yeah. And I guess he did it in time. Right. Yeah. Shark rolls up, growls at him, Burr. doesn't attack, just growls and stays there. And they just start swimming away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, the dolphins come help. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dolphins come help. And they're like head this thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's not moving. It's yeah. just standing. It's floating there. Like, like it's just drifting in the water yes, and is. growling. It's it not is. attacking. But the, the dolphins go in there and start just headbutting it right. and saving them. And yeah, so they they are able to get back to they the, swim back to the control the room, the control room, and get into the tunnel. And here's the best scene. This is the, the scene whole that movie. I remember 
most vividly from this film. Mm-hmm. Every time when I think of this movie, this scene is what I think. About. It's just slow motion. Everybody's in slow motion. And you're like, what the? And yeah. you see the shark slowly <laughs> drifting to the screen. To the screen. You see the glass. I guess so the glass would have been coming yeah, at Yeah, we're coming, coming at you. Coming at us like, while the shark was coming at yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Growling. <laughs> and what's funny, though, in the screen, what we're seeing, the shark looks very small. Yeah. Like, I would imagine the shark could have gone clean through this um, glass area. Well, I also have a problem with the fact that this glass shatters. The scale. Yeah. The sc- well, but the scale of this, of this viewing section, the shark was the diameter of the shark was like clearly inside, inside the scale of this. I don't know. Oh, are you talking about like when you, when you see the shark, the body halfway inside of it? But yeah, then we see a scene of it like stuck. Yeah. And then you see a scene of it. It's like head just stuck. It's like his body is like still in the water and his head's like inside the uh, control room. But when he comes and breaks the glass, he's clearly in the diameter of the control viewing area. Right. Which I thought was kind of cheese. Ah, Mr. Bouchard. It's very nice to meet you. I was reading over your resume and experience, and I'm quite intrigued by your background. Could you tell me a little bit more about your last post? Well, sir, uh, first off, it is very nice to meet you as well. However, the name is pronounced Bouchard. Ah, Bouchard. Bouchard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bouchard. Uh, My last post was as the manager of the Sea World in Orlando, Florida. And while there, I oversaw all the operations of the park. Quite, quite excellent. Quite excellent. Now, I see that you're familiar with the mainland, but how would you feel about maybe moving off to an island for work, say, off the shores of Costa Rica? Well, sir, I do have extensive experience working in and near the water, so working on an island will not be a problem. Quite right, quite right. Now, tell me a little bit more about your experience working with wildlife. I know you've had some aquatic experiences, but um, say, have you ever worked with any man-eating variety? Well, I have, like you just said, worked near and around a variety of marine wildlife, dolphins, killer whales, variety of fish, even a couple of great white sharks in my my. day. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yes, sir. Very, very, very dangerous, I imagine. Yes, sir. It was quite the ordeal. Okay, oh, fantastic. Oh, so a uh, last question, Mr. Bouchard. Should you find yourself on this island um, with such exotic wildlife and maybe some of the man-eating variety have broken loose from their confinements and are, say, wreaking a terror on the park or island which you inhabit, what would be your next steps? Well, first off, sir, that sounds truly horrible. <laughs> However... I have looked danger in the eyes and teeth, and I learned very quickly to get away as fast as possible. When you've come face to face with a growling 35-foot mama shark, you know when it's time to run or swim as fast as you can. Ooh, a growling shark, you say? Yes, sir. It was quite scary. 
quite scary indeed. I and say. strange. <laughs> and unexpected. I did not think that sharks could growl. Neither do I. Neither did I ever think sharks could ever growl. It almost sounded like a dinosaur. Well, Mr. Bouchard. What I would imagine a dinosaur would sound well, like. Well, Mr. Bouchard, you would not be. I'm, I'm afraid you may be surprised. Um, I really do appreciate the time you've given me, and uh, I'm going to mull over some of the answers you've given me, and uh, again say I'm very intrigued by what you've told me here. Um, I shall be in touch, but if you could do me one thing is let's keep this interview a bit hush-hush until I've made the final announcements. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Hammond. Of course. Thank you, sir. Okay, so the shark is in the control room. Just munching, just, right? Yeah, and poor nephew just immediately gets eaten. Yeah, he just like drifts right into his mouth. Poor like, guy. Easy, 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 easy dish. <clears throat> I know. And the shark pulls out and jumps on him for a little bit, just munches on him. <laughs> and so, Brody and Morgan have like scuba gear in, so they're good to go, right? But Bouchard and Tina, I mean, we see Bouchard like swim out and grab yeah, well, her. Tina looked. Like dead. We thought she was dead, yeah, but, but he grabs her lifeless body, and I just we see him swim up and then out of the picture. He we, we don't even see that part, do we? I think right. we just see him swim off screen. He grabs her and swims off screen. Yeah, we don't see anything else. Yeah, yeah, so that. But but now here comes like the most dynamic part of the. I mean, now he's in there. They got to figure out what to do. They see that. Uh, they see the shark just munching on nephew. And then he's trying to, <laughs> and he's he can't get his body all the way into the control room. Yeah, right? it's just like but he's doing like this weird like. Pull out, pull out a little bit, yeah. and go back in. It's almost like a computer game now, right? Yeah, it's a little like, bit. Yeah, it's like you know. Now you gotta. What, what are you gonna do to kill this thing? Like you're at the big boss level. What are you gonna do? <sighs> they see Simon McCorkendale's character, uh, Fitzroy, just hanging out in there with his yeah. hand, hand on a still grenade. in there, hand on a grenade, just ready to go. All they gotta do is pull that little. Which the the grenades they introduced earlier in the movie. Yeah, and you're like no grenades. Yeah, because they said no grenades because yeah. they didn't want to so damage the part. So yeah. yeah, he had. He was packing grenades, and now he's just hanging out. His lifeless body is hanging out. Holding ins- a grenade. Inside the mouth, holding a grenade. An explosive. Okay? Kind of like an air tank stuck in the teeth of Jaws 1. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very similar. Very similar. But. It's totally different. You can't just go in there into the mouth and pull that grenade, right? You gotta, no. You gotta, you gotta figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Luckily, we have just random stuff in the control room that we can yeah. bend and create like a fish hook thingy. Swim up close to the shark. It's not too close because you don't want to get bitten, right? Yeah. But the shark's kind of like stable, stabilized. It can't move other than back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, right? it can just open its mouth. Yeah, open. you gotta think, its head is just, it's like your head is like stuck. Like, you know, one of those pictures you take, yeah. it's just your face, your shape of your head. Your yeah. Shape. That's what the shark's going right now. Isn't it weird, though, that, that the shark eats the nephew, but McCorkendale was still in its mouth? Yeah, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> yeah, he eats nephew. And it was funny, too, when nephew's getting eating, I think I even heard him something say, like, oh, no. <laughs> or like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's underwater. Like, it's clear as day. He's like, oh. You're like, really? Wouldn't it be like, but anyways that's kind of the consistency of this film <laughs> yes <laughs> and yeah so you think the body would have been swallowed and not and it would have cleared down but McCorkendale is stuck in there somehow mm-hmm. with you know the grenade 
So they get some kind they bend, they make a makeshift like hook and they swim on either side. And Brody is somehow with the skill. He's been practicing that bar game, you know, where you like yeah. swing the ring on mm-hmm. the string and uh-huh. you got to get on the yeah, hook. I mean, this is like a very, this is like shooting uh, in the Death Star kind of like accuracy here. You know, mm-hmm. you got to get it right. You, know, you only have so many opportunities. That's right. And like the third try, he like ring, rings it, pulls it. And they have like seconds to swim to the other side of the control room. Who knows where Rashard and Tina are? <laughs> Blood. Let's explain right. this explosion straight to our face, right? Yes, yeah, very, very computer generated blood. The with head blows up. Parts. Yep. I mean, I'd imagine. Just imagine if Steven Seagal had punched it in the nose. This is what we're saying. <laughs> head explode. Parts is coming at you. Face to face, it was like jawbones coming. Yeah, out of the jawbones kind of like stick there, in like the middle of in the, the middle. Yeah, I don't know if because those are jaws. Yeah. Oh, good, good idea. And now they're jaws 3D. Yes. In your face. Yeah. When they say jaws, they're not talking about the shark. They're just talking about yeah, regular jawbones. Yep. And so we'll just imagine what happens there. And then I guess the body just falls to the ground. I don't. I don't know. They didn't share that part. Brody and Morgan submerge. They like make out some more. Or emerge. Oh, yeah, emerge. Excuse me, emerge. They're kind of don't seem. She's like, what about? He said, she says, like, what about? Sorry, he's like, oh, they made it. I'm like, how do you know? Like, how do you <laughs> no. know they made it? Yes, yeah, he has no clue. No that clue the, that he made it. And well, then, we just go with it. And now their immediate thought is, where's the dolphins? <laughs> one All of up, that. One shows up immediately, and they're like, yay! And they're like, what about Sandy? Sandy? Yeah, and there's like this, for this dolphin. There's a small minute where I guess the audience is supposed to like hold their breath, like, what about <gasps> Sandy? Did Sandy make it? I mean, we clearly didn't see him much on Sandy, so yeah. I mean, it's probably just like, I'm trying to get well, out Well, I actually, there is a part where the, the one of the dolphins gets very gets close very to close to the mouth, yeah. and I don't yeah. know, maybe. But remember, this is this is Jaws after the hysteria, so it's like I'm just dazed. I think that I think they drugged it because it was just not moving. Other who than, other than, the the Jaws the shark, right? I mean, and the, which shark? The big shark at the end. Once we saw oh. it underwater, it was basically like drugged. It wasn't moving. It was just doing, just doing. Oh that. yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I'm being facetious. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all it is is moving its mouth and drifting, right? Yeah. So there's no dexterity in any other movement. No. Yeah. So Sandy shows up and does the jump out of the water, like spin move, and it's like, oh. yeah, the crescendo music, and and then what's the best part? How's it end? A framed, uh, still shot of. Brody and Morgan with dolphins on the yeah, side. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. I will go to say Jaws 3D, the end. That for a movie that's already bad, very bad, this makes it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> this was the worst shot I think I've it ever It was seen. really bad. It was so awful. But the camp made it entertaining. You know, it was very campy. <laughs> the continuity is really bad but yeah it was just it was bad 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 are we talking about the movie as a whole or are we just talking about oh the, the ending yeah the ending the was ending, horrible the yeah, ending was, just, was so, so terrible yeah. it was so so yeah cheesy. they frame the like dolphins and then and then <gasps> they, just, they just roll credits yeah and then it you just know? rolls the credits I thought it would have been better like oh we need to save Broussard check on oh no no he made it he made it he's good he's good and uh yeah but you're right the death count was very small very mm-hmm. low yeah yeah just a 
I mean, two, we assume two bandits. Quincy, Casey, I don't remember. Casey, <laughs> Shelby, Shelby, yeah, Shelby, yeah. yeah. The two bandits, Shelby, the two bandits, <laughs> nephew, hey. and McCorkendale. Oh Fitz, yeah, Fitzroy. Yep, yeah, that was it. That was it. <clears throat> yep. Uh, what if McCorkendale or Fitzroy was alive? And he was just like, hey, I got a grenade. Can you help me get out? And they Yeah, did, okay. And they didn't like even try to figure out whether or not he was like alive. You know? I think that would have I think that would have been more interesting. Yeah. And then that he was get, just sort of like hanging yeah. out in how there. How do you pull him out and blow up? You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would have required a lot more thought. Yeah. On the well, you know storytellers. What? Grabbing like a random pole and bending it and then hooking it from that grenade was pretty, pretty uh, <laughs> out, out there. And, uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> that was kind of bizarre. I mean, how else are you going to kill a 35 foot shark? That's true. Yeah. That's true. But um, grenade its head off. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So. It, this movie. Do you think the body would have floated up, like onto the lagoon shore eventually? The shark body. Yeah. Or do you think it would just sank to the bottom and sat there for other uh, other sharkies? You to, know, I don't know to munch on. I don't know. I mean, you always see like dead would bodies be, of would that be creatures like a, washing up on shore. But yeah, someone's thinking. Or do you think that would have been like an attraction? Like they're like, ah, come see the dead thirty-five foot shark body, the headless, the headless thirty-five foot shark. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws four. Oh no, there's Jaws. There's Jaws. Jaws five. The headless shark. <laughs> you know what's what? Interesting thing though that this movie um, is considered to be not in the Jaws canon. Yeah, yeah. But it says it's Jaws three. I know. D. But all right. So according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia, uh, this movie amassed commercial success. Yeah. But received overwhelmingly overwhelmingly million. negative reviews and was followed by Jaws Revenge in eighty seven, which retroactively ignores this film. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Now, having rewatched Jaws of Revenge within the last couple of weeks. This movie is better than Jaws of Revenge. You think so? Yes. All right. And I Here's why. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll listen to your take. Here's why. Because, and I think I can see a little bit of this. The original idea th- that was pitched for this film was as a spoof. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be a comedy. And then they they had, uh, you know, some... Um, they had, they had actually commissioned John Hughes to write a script. Um, Interesting. But the I guess the the ones that own the rights to the film thought, oh no, this is we can't m- turn Jaws into a comedy. So instead of going with an intentional comedy, they make it unintentional comedy. <laughs> yeah, they suck it unintentionally. <laughs> and, it's very it's very funny in parts. You're like really and, and going along go, going with this 3D concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it. I think it makes it, um, just gimmicky enough to where you can kind of forgive some of the other parts. I think the problem with Jaws: The Revenge is it's straight up a serious movie. 
like you're supposed to take everything that goes on in, this, in that movie seriously as the jog as the yeah. shark stalking the Brody family. Yeah. 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 It, they, they, they are trying to make that like, like the first two Jaws movies. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. The, well, yeah, the idea is ridiculous. Yeah. This one's a little bit lighthearted. I agree. I mean, it's yeah, it's serious and I don't know. There's not the, you don't have the emotional toll on some of the, like you do in the first ones. Like mm-hmm. this one's just like, you're just, it's all for about camp and entertainment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you get to see like you see like all the skiers and everybody's having a good time and even the characters are real lighthearted, not very deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not deep at all, for uh, lack of a better word. Yeah, <laughs> deep, they're deep in the water, <laughs> deep underwater. Sharks live water. You get it? Sharks are in the water. This is a lagoon, man. Lagoon's full of water. Water can be deep. <laughs> well, gotta have some deep water for a thirty-five foot shark. Yeah, I mean, I go hide somewhere. Well, that's a, that's another point. Like, I love how like they're in the shallow shallow water, like get out of the water. Like, how's a thirty-five foot shark gonna <laughs> roll up on a, in the shallow water like that and like eat you? You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm good, man. I mean, I, I'm like, you're ankle deep. What's it gonna do? Like, <laughs> this shark though, this shark though, with, with his, his like reverse skills, you know, he's probably find a way to get like, to find a way. He's got to, some amazing ability yeah he'll like, use his flippers to flip up there and snatch it and bring you down i mean anything they should have captured this shark and made him like a part of the show but even but he, yeah this shark had a little bit more like unnatural feats than other sharks than the other earlier jaws but i will say in jaws one there's a scene where like he just leaps up onto the he basically leaps up onto the boat you know and you're like like a dolphin, I mean, like a dolphin. Like, how could a shark do that? I mean, it, oh, towards dude. The- now sharks can leap out of the water. Have you ever seen like footage of sharks off the coast of? Uh, but this is like this one, maybe, like maybe South Africa or whatever, maybe have, Indian but, Ocean. But yeah. this shark like belly flops like out of the water and belly flops onto the. I don't. Uh, I know what you're talking about on the orca. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think starts, by then the the, the orca has already sinking, been yeah, sinking, yeah. so it's not like he's flying it's not like super mario brothers flying fish he trajected out of there like a cannonball and then belly flops onto the orca Uh, i'm telling you though sharks sharks going sharks can leap and then old quint man i mean you got the you got a shark that's like pulling three barrels under the water i know he's strong (laughs) man so yeah yeah that's true but uh so maybe that's what this shark would have done. It could have just like leapt out onto the shallow end, chomped you, and then just reversed yourself reversed herself back <laughs> yes. herself back into the depth of the lagoon. Like, got him. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's a good reason why they're being like or even like the hula dancers on the stage uh-huh. probably could have like leapt out of the water over the stage, grabbed a hula dancer and then Yeah. Squirmed, I, his, I really squirmed itself back into the water. Yeah, I, I think it would have been really cool to see the shark leap out of the water when you had the um, the water skiers doing their jumps, and then the shark mm-hmm. snatches it out of midair. One of the, the water skiers. Yeah. Oh yeah, like midair mid thing. Yeah. And then that would be really jumping the shark. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or the shark jumping. Eating at the same time, <laughs> yeah, like cat, like catching popcorn, like you know how you toss popcorn. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, kind of cool. That's right. So yeah, Jaws 3D. That's um, <laughs> you a, want some entertaining, bona fide classic, yeah, camp, and you want to, and I think it's even more entertaining watching it 
non-3D because you kind of get the idea how it was supposed to be 3D and it looks even awful. Even yeah. More. It looks so much more awful. I wonder if that frame was supposed to be something with the 3D at the end. Oh, with the dolphins? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And then a dolphin. I, that, that's the only explanation, I think. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, it just, yeah. it just seems weird. Yeah. And it is. And it, it's kind of all over the place. And it is very campy. So you're right. It's are you sure it was unintentionally supposed to be funny? Because there was part. Well, of- uh, what I'm saying it's oh it, that it was it, no yeah I think they were going for like a serious a serious movie. movie. I, well, whatever they did, they did it right, right? Because they made money off of it. It only cost like 18 mil, and they made 88 mil. Yeah, I, I really would. I really would like to see. So they went almost four times the. Uh, oh, they did go four times the cost of the <clears> film. <throat> And so, so it grossed, somebody walked away. Somebody walked away with some cash money. Pybersard. Yeah, it grossed roughly thirteen and a half million on its opening weekend. So it almost covered the whole cost of it in the opening weekend, which was the second highest grossing opening weekend of all of nineteen eighty three. Nice and kind of insane, really. What was number? What was number? What was number one? Yeah, I would like to know. It's probably. Uh, don't tell me. It was probably. Well, nineteen eighty three. I'm assuming Return of the Jedi. I was going to say Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um. Which was not 3D, by the way. No, no. Despite being number one at the box office, illustrates the series. The series diminishing returns since Jaws 3D has earned nearly 100 million dollars less than the total lifetime gross of its predecessor, and 300 million less than the original. Okay, so despite the fact that I think it ended up making like 88 million originally, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not a whole lot considering the success of the others. Yeah, but if you cover the cost more than four times more than the cost, I mean, I would think that's a success, right? I guess. It was an $18 million budget. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> After its opening weekend, ha, huh, here we go. The film's box office grosses declined sharply over 40% during later weeks. Although it was still huge, drawing huge audiences when it was pulled from theaters. But. Some historian, Ari Hayes, says that pulling it from theaters was pure nonsense considering some cinemas were actually turning over more money per screen than for the latest Star Wars film, which was been Return of the Jedi. So they were making more money per screen on Jaws 3. Hmm. They were Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Do you think Lucas had something to do with that? He's like, you will. I don't know. Maybe they charge more for 3D then too. These are the movies you will be playing. What happened to 3D? Do they still make? They don't release new movies in 3D anymore. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Last thing I, well, I didn't. Last thing I remember wasn't like my bloody Valentine in 3D. Oh, but no, that's, that's been stuff. Since but that's been that was a long time. But that was like ago. the aughts, right? Like 2006, 2007. That's the last I can remember a film being like promoted as 3D. But yeah, there you go, another horror film. It's interesting that this film is not considered canon, where yeah, they just take play, they retroactively like erase it. And that's what. That's what uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife did. Did you know that? They, Dude, Ghostbusters they, 2? Yeah, they just read unfair. Yeah, I Ghostbusters think was, 2 is a good sequel. I agree. And I was honestly not that impressed with Afterlife. Um, I still haven't even gotten around to watching it. It's basically the first film. It's the same film. Just new actors, new characters. And <clears throat> Paul Red's in it. Ant-Man shows up. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, 
I'm just going on record and telling you right now. It just it wasn't that. I, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I I'll get that, around to watching. I I hate how they tried to write. They basically, but they basically write it write it out as like the second one never happened, which I love the second one. So I'll get around to watching that well, eventually. I guess we're gonna have to. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, who didn't love that song? 1989. Bobby Brown was on top of the world, and then Bobby Brown was in the movie. I know. He opened the door and said, can I get a protein? A protein. A pro, protein, a protein, protein pack. pack. <laughs> <laughs> proton pack. They're working out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> protein packs aren't for kids. <laughs> Excuse me. Proton pack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw this thing recently uh, about you can buy a protein pack, a real realistic replica of a proton pack. And I think it was for um egon's protein pack excuse me (laughs) (laughs) protein pack uh that so it's got i I guess uh spangler's the spangler name on it Mm -hmm. and yeah somebody had built one that doesn't actually like work but it's like got realistic like the lights and everything like if you can you turn on a button it goes yeah that's cool yeah Yeah. i think it's like five thousand dollars oh just five thousand (laughs) dollars yeah Ah, seems like a steal for something I mean, I want to like, I want to have one so I can, we can say like, well, each of us is wearing an unlicensed particle accelerator on its back. And then we like, everybody like crowds away from. Yeah, we got to do. (laughs) Clearly got to do a Ghostbusters podcast, but yeah. So that was just, it made me think of that when you said that this was like, this film was kind of retroactively erased in the next film. Yeah. Made me think of the Ghostbusters afterlife where they just basically ignore Ghostbusters 2 and just flow from the first film, which is basically, I thought Afterlife was basically just this first film, but just in a newer setting and a different, in a different part of the United States. So, and, uh, you know, the, um, the Reitman kid wrote it, you know, so the son of Ivan Reitman, 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 excuse me, wrote the film. Yeah. And I was like, really? You wrote this film? You basically just took the first film and turned it into like a newer version. It's supposed to be an homage. So is that how you write now? Is just, <laughs> I mean, but I guess that's all of Hollywood now. It's like, well, let's just write something that's already happened and I call myself a writer. You know, <laughs> there's no creativity. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's no creativity like like back when you had to like shark movies in 3D. I'm sure that's not the last shark movie in 3D though. No, um, but does make this does make me want to go watch a. Uh, Jaws Deep Blue Sea. Or yeah, both of those, actually. Is there another shark movie? Oh, there's a lot of shark movies. Well, there's Sharknado. Yeah, but there's like Open Water. Oh, yeah. Open Water 2. And mm-hmm. a, a Drift. Is that a shark movie? I don't remember. Swimming with the Sharks? It's with the shark, shark Tank. Shark Tank? Shark Tail? Shark Tail. A Shark's Tail? A Shark's Tail. Yeah. Facial Friends. Nemo? I never saw it. Nemo. Nemo's oh, Nemo, got, yeah. Nemo's got sharks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would probably watch any of those films over this, um, over this one. Sharky? Sharky? Is that a movie? I don't know. I don't think it's about a real shark. I think it's got Burt Reynolds in it. <laughs> I don't, I do know in, is it Get Shorty? Get Shorty. He plays a lone shark. Yeah. And also known as a Shylock. A, a what? A Shylock. 
Shylock. But he's a loan shark, right? He like goes and beats crap out of people who don't pay their loans. <laughs> oh, Sharkies is a restaurant. Sorry. Sharkies. <laughs> okay. But there's a movie called Sharkies. I'm thinking of Gator, I guess. I don't know. Lake Placid. <laughs> the uh, Meg. That's a shark movie, right? Sharky's Machine. Um, I haven't seen the Meg. I have not either. Yeah. And now there's a sequel. Yeah. Meg vs. Jaws. Meg. Sharky's Machine. That's what I'm oh yeah. boy. So what do you think, man? Bad. What do you say? Do you enjoy this film? <laughs> um, this is a movie that Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. This is a movie that uh, is not good. <laughs> yeah. However, however, it's I think it's good enough for entertainment, pure like fun entertainment. Like if you know you're going into it knowing it's not good. I agree. Like, if you want to go into it and just watch a campy movie um, that uses some of the same characters from the original uh, Jaws, but mm -hmm. you know you're going to go into it, know you're going to watch it. It's campy. It's kind of got some action, got some fun parts, and you can laugh at it and go for it. But yeah. it's not. Don't take it as a seriously fun movie. No, <laughs> it's not a. I mean, don't take it as a serious movie and say, "Oh wow, this is going to be a masterpiece." I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah, go in and with a like, just go in with an open mind and laugh at the scenes. Yeah, if you want to watch a masterpiece, watch Jaws. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a, it's cool. I mean, I, I like how they went with, I mean, with the where they took the uh, characters and really just these characters are kind of on their face. They're just face value, and <laughs> but some of the characters are kind of fun. Like I liked McCorkendale's character, so I thought he was kind of funny, entertaining, I should say. And um, I'm intrigued by him. Now I want to go back and watch Manimal. Yeah, and we need to find Manimal. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Maybe it's probably on YouTube, I guess. I was intrigued by his character. So Yeah. I mean, there are only eight episodes, so. I mean, it'll be an easy Should knockout. Be, yeah. 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 Quick. Yeah. Do like a series. You do. Maybe chat. Mike and Pat. Or uh, Manimal chat. Manimal chat. <laughs> Mike and Pat. Yeah, people love that. Man. I can't wait for that one. It's, it's, a, it's our next mini-series. Burning down the doors. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we'll, I'll bet that there is an audience. Yeah, there, I'm sure there will so. be. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it, wasn't, didn't Archer? On the show Archer, talk about Manimal? I never watched Archer. Oh, so. Archer's funny. Is it? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, this is a James Bond type character, right? Yeah. And, you but know, it's and, like and McCorkendale was considered for Bond. That's right. Yeah. But it ultimately went to Timothy Dalton. So I yeah. think McCorkendale would have been good Bond. He had the. I could see it. He had the swagger. I could see it. I yeah. mean, at the time, maybe it was his blondness that was. It's a blonde Bond. But then everybody uh, was like, oh, Daniel Craig's going to be a blonde Bond. And look how he turned out. So. Yeah. I think he did one film too many, but you know, that's what they do. So, yeah. But there you go, guys. We'll have to pick another character and move on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another movie chat with Mike and Pat. And dun 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 Jaws in 3D. <laughs> yes. All right, everyone. So thank you for listening. And again, just follow us if you would on Instagram. Hey, we're on Instagram. Movie chat, Mike and Pat on Instagram. Give us a like. Give us a listen. Yeah. And like and subscribe to these episodes. That'd be 
fun and really beneficial help. for you and me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying for you Pat, and yeah, for, us, for us and then for, and for the audience, all you people absolutely. out there in the ether. So we can continue to support you with some great content. <laughs> <laughs> or at least we, yeah, we're, right. we're always, we're only hitting like the, the, the classics on this, this show. <laughs> Joss 3D is a classic. I must say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's great. It's a classic trilogy. It is. Oh, yeah, it's just a quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. It was a classic third film. Yeah. 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 I think I think uh, third films and series are underrated. They are very underrated. Yeah. I mean, I think Superman three underrated. Well, I I mean, I know how you feel, but I'm a huge fan of Last Crusade. And Last Crusade is a great movie. Yep. So. Die Hard with Vengeance is a great movie. Yeah, I do like Die Hard with Vengeance. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Simon. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, the third films, some of them are pretty. Godfather Part Three. I'm just mm. <laughs> like I wonder how Adam's Family Three would have been if they did that. Thought that would have been good, you know, because they were really. I think they did do one, didn't they? I think it, it went like, like a direct video. But it wasn't a Raul Julia movie. No, I think Tim Curry took over. Oh yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. Home Alone Three. Mm, yeah, I don't think I even saw it. Yeah, I never saw it, but I know there's a Home Alone Three. I think when when Macaulay Culkin was not in it, I was like, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that. How's John Wick Three in the Wick trilogy? <sighs> well, there's four John Wicks quadrilogy. Uh, it's I think it's it's good. I rewatched it recently, and it was good. I think it's probably my least favorite out of all of them. Though. I wouldn't say Return of the Jedi is better. No, than no. Empire Strikes Back. No, it's not. Yeah. So, but you know, you're right. Some... I think Revenge of the Sith is better than Clone Wars and Phantom Menace. I would agree on that as well. Um, yeah, and then the what are the newer ones? I kind of just stopped watching. Like I knew oh, about Force Awakens, Force Awakens, uh... the Sleepy Sith. Well, I don't remember what the second one is called. <laughs> <laughs> the Smelly Sith. I don't know. I just remember like that dude getting killed, and I was like, "What?" No, I don't know. It's, I, I have to go back and watch them all. They're kind of. I can only take so much of yeah. Kylo brooding Ren. <laughs> all right. Well, we're way out of the galaxy now. Yes, so, we are. <laughs> so thank you again. We're for out listening. of the canon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so thank you for listening to us talk about Jaws 3D. And we'll talk to you later. Catch you next time. Bye.